And good Friday to you, and welcome inside the Coach Derek Hunt Show right here as we lead up to their matchup with the Fulton Falcons here with the head guy for Maryville High School, Coach Derek Hunt. Hey, Coach, how are you? I'm doing great, Wayne. Thanks for having me on. Hey, Coach, it's always fun talking with you and, of course, previewing tonight's game. But uh, as we do each week here on the Coach Show, uh, we, we talk about last week's matchup. We talk about the, the kind of ebbs and flows that came with that. Talk about uh, the player of the game from a week ago. And then also uh, we highlight uh, the, a, a special assistant coach uh, each and every week. But, uh, but Coach, another, another big win last week, a lot, of, a lot of evolution and growth for your football team. Yeah, I agree. I think you know we're we're taking steps, and you know obviously Farragut really really good football team, and uh, and they're a really physical bunch, and so but I, I think our kids are continuing to get better, and, and hopefully you know we'll continue to do so. And, and coach, that that was exactly what rolled out there. You know, you, you guys were warming up, and of course another uniform combination rolled out there uh, last week, as it was the black tops and the gray bottoms. Uh, I, I I thought it was a different dynamic. I heard mixed reviews as far as from the fans, uh, but I, I you know honestly I like the versatility uh, that you guys are bringing this year. <laughs> yeah, I could honestly could care less what the fans think about our uniforms. Uh, it's <laughs> all about what the kids, all about what the kids want, and so uh, I think we got great looking uniforms, and and uh, you know they they asked for that, so, so we were happy to provide it for them. Hey, I, like I said, versatility, it's its cool because, you know, especially, you know, guys like Jeff Weaver and kind of give him a shout out because he does a great job with photography and stuff. Uh, yes, but it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, it puts together an awesome, uh, you know, look at the season because you can really, uh, based on that combination, uh, you know, we'll know that was Farragut regardless of if it's an action shot or a, a coin flip or what have you. But, uh uh, I, I thought it was a, an interesting take on, on those home unis. But a, a different look, one that I hadn't seen uh, in the years here. But, yeah, look good, feel good, play good. So I uh, hope that that yeah. obviously showed out. But uh, the game was uh, was one that – it was another one of those situations to where I think the last maybe three weeks offensively, uh, the last three teams that, that have faced the Rebels have came in with a pretty good offensive game plan uh, against a really stingy Maryville defense. And, you know – for whatever reason, from the 20 to the 20, uh, teams early have been able to move the football, but then they either either force a turnover or bow that back inside their, you know, in kind kind of inside the red zone. And then once that uh, that those early drives are taken care of, they really settle in. Yeah, I'm really proud of our defensive guys for, you know, when we you know we get our backs against the wall, you know, now the goal may turn to try to hold them to three or something like that. But but they've done a really good job and. And, you know, Farragut made a couple big plays and got down in there and we either forced a turnover or, you know, just kind of, like you said, motor backs up and, and I think we forced a field goal early. Um, and that's a win for those guys. You know, that's when we come off the field on defense, if they've gotten the ball all the way down inside the 20 and, and they come off with just giving up a field goal, you know, that's a win. So I'm really proud of them for how they're playing. Farragut's really dynamic offense. They put up 42 points to the game prior. The quarterback had done six touchdowns. So they're a really good team. And so, uh, you know, I was really proud of how our guys played. 
Oh yeah, and 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 our player of the game, uh, DJ Burks, came out of that defense, and and he had a phenomenal game offensively and defensively. Uh, but but a really dynamic game. Uh, talk about that defense a little bit more. They held a, a stable of running backs for for Farragut, uh, pretty pretty quiet considering. You know, we talked about it last week in this very show. Uh, the dynamic players they had there. Yeah, they did. They they roll them in and out at running back, and they've got some three or four guys that can. You know, that are really good players. And so keep guys fresh. Some of those guys are playing on defense, too, so that's part of why they do it. Uh, but they make it tough on you. And so our guys got a gang tackle. They got to run to the football and be physical. Absolutely, and and did a great job at that. Again, I, I, I kind of – as I prep for, for this week, you know, I'm looking and I'm like, single digit allowed, single digit allowed. I mean, that's uh, that's what you want. I mean, it, it's, it makes it uh, – you being the play caller, I'd like to think that the playbook gets a little more open, a little broader uh, with the uh, limited points on the other side of the board. Certainly gives you more confidence, you know, and sometimes the best offense is a really good defense and vice versa. So, uh, you know, we're feeding we're, uh, off each other right now, and, and that's what we want to do. Yeah, absolutely. And then last week you were Parker was able to really, later in that game, really kind of set in and, and kind of, Really work on uh, that on that Farragut defense. Now credit to the to y'all offensive line. I really I really kind of tried to boast them up uh, quite a bit. You talk about uh, you, you know guys like Zach Braden and those guys that really was opening some big time holes in some places uh, to get Parker loose. Well, again, it kind of took us. I thought Farragut had a good plan. First of all, we thought they had a really good plan, and you know we were it took us. Almost a time to kind of make some adjustments and, and try to get things going again, and, and we were able to do that. And yeah, had some had some good good lanes to run through, especially that first one to start the second half on where Parker went the distance there. Um, you know, and then kind of getting a heavy set the second drive, the next, second drive of the second half, and, and had some defensive guys in there. It's always fun to see that. Um, you know, Lou Birchfield and Zach Brady, like you said, two fullbacks in that heavy set uh, did a great job. Um, you know, giving Parker a lane to go, and he he took it. Uh, I tell you, uh, Lou's been all over Jude the last few weeks, saying I'm gonna, I'm gonna win this player of the game this week. I'm gonna do it, and you know what? He's he's played his heart out. It's not been that he's not been on the on the ballot. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Lou's doing a sure. great job. He he run out there one time, and I'm like, if he's in Wildcat, it's 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 that's gonna be like the <laughs> ticket. I'm like, I, I don't know how to fix it, but uh, but uh, you know, he he's really. He's a high energy guy. I love. I love. You know. Again, Jeff Weaver. Some of the action shots of Lou, just like keeping it, keeping it kind of fresh on the sideline and and kind of keeping the guys up. But uh, love seeing what what Lou can do there. But uh, talk a little bit uh, as as the game kind of kind of got got taken care of and really uh, in that post game set. I, I thought uh, one. It was one of those moments where you're like, you know. This is a uh, you do things once it's kind of a, a, a you know you can do anything once I, I always say that but once you 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 have now put together uh, a pretty good resume of the 2020 Rebels and uh, and and it's a strong football team a lot of a lot of dynamics on offense but uh, a lot of stingy play that's the 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 key words we use uh, on defense is is that something that at this point in the season uh, you, you like where you're at, or you you would like to to kind of see some things elevate? Well, we got to get better. I don't think there's any question about that. There's still things that we're not doing as good as we should be, in my opinion, and, and I think our kids know that. You know, on balance, we want to be explosive uh, at, 
on offense, we want to be ex- explosive and balanced at the same time. And we don't want them to be able to just take one thing away, and then we're not able to adjust and still win games and still move the football. And on defense, you know, we've kind of hung our hat on 11 guys playing really hard side to the football and are always in position. A lot of that is, is being coachable, you know, and, and, and but then knowing what we're supposed to do on a Friday night. So we've got a long way to go, um, and hopefully, you know, tonight will be another step in that direction. Well, and 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 just uh, we we try to, we give credit during the game, but a, a little little side note: Thomas Fry, uh, Travis Reeder, man, they're playing they're playing some good minutes uh, for the Rebels. I, I've seen sometimes where where they kind of get put on an island out there so that you can get some pressure in the backfield, and they're they're footing the bill to this point. Those guys are doing a great job. I'm really proud of them. Absolutely. Well, Coach, uh, again, another good victory against Farragut, but tonight turn turn the page uh, to this matchup with with Fulton. But before we do that, we uh, you know, Coach's spotlight here on 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 the Coach Derek Hunt show tonight will be another Coach White. Uh, uh, you have multiple on your staff. That's right. We've got three tonight. Will be Coach Nick White, who is uh, is one of our defense coordinators, co defense coordinator, and he coaches the secondary. And I think he's been at Maryville since 2008. And he, before that, he was the head coach at Lenore City High School. You know, went to William Blunt. Uh, obviously, his brother, Mike White, also on our staff. And the, the field at William Blunt High School is named after their dad. And he, he played at Maryville College after that. Um, and but, but came to us from Lenore City, Coach, coach Corals Harden. And he just does such a good job. I mean, he... he He's one of the has one of the best work ethics that anybody I know. Kind of, kind of does so much for us. Another one of those guys wears a ton of hats. He also um, does our kickoff team. He's in charge of our kickoff team, you know. And he does he does so much behind the scenes on a Friday night. He helps get the field set up. And just does so many small things that really nobody sees, and so. He does so many things so well and works so hard, and, and we're really fortunate to have him on our side. I, uh, you know, I have the opportunity to co- talk to him some post game because he comes up in the press box and gets some things put together right. and, and and taken yep. down, and uh, and he's always just real, uh, really uh, uh, a joy to talk to post game. And, and again, uh, I've had the privilege of 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 only seeing him after wins, Coach. I mean, uh, just Rebel Radio uh, last week was the twentieth win of our 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 re reacquaintance with uh, Maryville High School, so that was a that was mm-hmm. a big point and. Uh, but uh, he's always just a joy to talk to. Kind of wants to see the stats, right? You know, right? Kind of first thing, and then we we kind of help clean up and and make sure things are happening. But uh, a great guy, and, and then when you watch him on the field, he's just he's getting he's getting the most out of the players that he's involved with. Well, and that's that's the thing that, that I think Coach White does, probably as well as anybody that, that any coach I've been around is, like you said, he, he can he can make. You know, average players, good players, and good players, great players. You know, he gets the most out of you. He's, um, he's always prepared. He has his guys prepared. He's really smart. I mean, he'll he'll think of things that, um, especially you know, for a secondary that we can do differently. Maybe in the middle of a game, even that'll help us get stops. You know, and and so he uh, he believes in in the kids too, and and he's tough on them. He's tough on them in practice. He expects a lot out of them, uh, but all those kids, uh, they play like they know that Coach White, you know, has trust in them and, and has confidence in them. Uh, 
and I think they play with that kind of confidence. And, and that, that goes a long way. Anything that we do in any sport, you know, if you do it with confidence, there's a lot better chance you're going to be successful. And I think Coach White instills that kind of confidence in his players. And that's one thing that I've learned from him in, in the time that I've been at Maryville. Yeah, and, and when, when Rebel Radio gets a chance to get to practice, uh, it's fun watching all of the coaches, really, because it's different dynamics, but, but kind of the same push is, is, is to get better, but, but again, to develop, not just, you know, just, not just bark and, and hope it comes out, but kind of teach and, and kind of develop. But Coach White's funny because he's so vocal. He's like, this is where you got to be. This is where you need to be. But then at the same That's rate, up. At the same rate, he's he's going up to them and kind of giving them like some one-on-one close time. So uh, I, I just well, like watching them work. And, and there's no discrimination. It don't matter whether you're the best player, your first string or fifth string, you're going to get coached just as hard, just the same. And, and like I said, he expects a lot out of them, and he gets a lot out of them. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Especially, I, I tell you, those uh, that that special teams unit. You know, a lot of times that's a unit. It's it's kind of those unsung heroes kind of thing. But that's a that's a unit that that is so efficient. I mean, when they when they want to put it over there and kind of pin the pin the return man over to the sideline, it works. You don't see many kicks yep. out of bounds. You don't see uh, many miscues on the on the special teams. That's great for coach uh, for Coach White. Yes, sir. He does a great job. Absolutely, Coach Coach White uh, again. The multiple Coach Whites on the staff, and just another uh, cog in what is a machine of a coaching staff uh, there at Maryville High School. Again, love to highlight them each and every week. But hey, let's take us a quick break uh, right here on the Derek Hunt Show. And when we come back, we're going to preview tonight's matchup with the Fulton Falcons, a team that that brings a lot of athleticism and a lot of work. Uh, here to their homestand. So we'll uh, talk about that on the flip. You're listening to the Coach Derek Hunt Show right here on WGAP Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. We all come from many walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit denzocareers.com slash production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. Let me start by saying thank you to the listeners of Blunt County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of WKVL's early morning show, 
The Grind, if you like real talk about real sports and you kind of like hearing it from a familiar voice, give us a try. Catch us live each and every weekday morning, 6 to 7 a.m. and each and every afternoon, 2 to 3 p.m. That's when it hits the radio dial. But if those times just don't work for you, check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. Again, that's thegrindonsports.com. You can listen anytime on your time. Archive shows available 24-7, 365. Thanks again, and I hope you enjoy. But until then, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. And welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Coach Derek Hunt Show right here, Fulton Week, as we're on the road one more time, second time of the year. And uh, we will be taking on the Fulton Falcons. But, again, here with Coach Derek Hunt to preview the matchup. Coach, uh, again, thanks for the time as always. I know your Fridays are probably pretty busy, but uh, you're here at Fulton and uh, ready to take on the Falcons. Yeah, we're excited about this one. And no chance for us to come out and get better, get back on the road. And uh, really athletic Fulton team. Talking a little bit about your football team coming into this matchup, you know, anything coming out of last week that uh, that, that kind of would, would kind of spark the listeners, anything that's, uh, that's going to be fresh or new uh, coming for the Rebels? I mean, we're, we're obviously a little bit banged up. We've played three, three really physical games back to back to back. You know, I talked about it last week. We're, we're used to having, you know, after an Alcoa game, we're used to having a week off, you know, and we're always – there's always some bumps and bruises after – physical game like that. We've played three in a row, you know, that have gone into the fourth quarter. 
so uh yeah, so we're there's some there's some banged up guys and uh so we'll see we'll kind of see how they feel you know come getting out there and kind of make a decision from there and coach, uh, you know that's that, that's the grind that is that early bye week. I mean, I think as the season progresses, that's gonna that's gonna rear its head, uh, maybe more than just just uh, just week to week. But uh, but coach, uh, again, the the battle at hand. You know, the Fulton Falcons they come in, and, and you know uh, their record doesn't I think represent the uh, the work at, you know the work and the athleticism that's going to be on the field tonight. I agree with you. You know, I, I've said it. I've told our coaches. Numerous times this season, you know, no no football team is going to look really good the first two or three weeks of the season just because of what 2020 has hand, has, has given to us. You know, that's the hand everybody was dealt, and everybody was on the same page. Now, that's, it was it was fair, you know, but nobody's looked, nobody's you know been their best weeks one and weeks two because we just didn't get we lost so much practice time throughout spring and summer, um, you know, and I think that hurt certainly hurt Fulton just like it hurt everybody else. But they also played some really good football teams earlier. I mean, they went South Bull, Knox Central, um, and then they went Powell. So, uh, oh, you wow. know, played, played some really good, really good competition early on. They've kind of got it going as of late. They've looked a whole lot better. And they're obviously starting to build some confidence. And they're coming off a of bye week. So they've gotten some guys back that worked playing for them the previous two days. I'll be in a win. And so, you know, we've got our hands full. And we'll need to play well on the road to overcome that. And, Coach, you talk about going on the road. You know, you know, one road game to this point this season, Bearden game, uh, a little bit of a slow start as you were going on the road. But, again, a transition because a lot of the starters for this year's Rebels team, either, either you know, it's their first time starting or maybe some of them uh, their first time as a, uh, as a Rebel being on the road. Uh, do you think they learned from that Bearden game and going to be able to, to kind of start faster here here tonight? I certainly hope so, you know. Uh, <laughs> I think at some point, I think at some point we've got to start growing up. You know, we can't be, we can't be first-time starters all year. You know, and and so we're we're to the point now, five games under our belt. You know, our, we we should be getting used to it. We should be getting better. Um, you know, and so the, the inexperience is not not is not there as much. And and you know, everybody's dealing with inexperience. Every team deals with inexperience every year. Maybe not uh, as much as as we had this year. Um, and we're certainly not used to that as well. But like I said, at the end of the day, you know, we we've got to. You're going to be more experienced each week, and we got to play like it. And so, when everybody's dealing with injuries, everybody's dealing with with bumps and bruises. So, you know, those are not excuses for us. It's it's uh, we it's all hands on deck, and we expect our guys to to play at a high level, whether we're home or on the road or first game or twentieth game starting. So, you know, I'm excited about tonight. Just another opportunity for us to come out here and 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 hopefully show what we're capable of. Well, Coach, uh, like I said, last week's Rebel Radio Player of the Week, uh, it was the, I think it was the first time we had went two defensive guys back-to-back. I told Jude, I said, we're breaking our streak. We kind of went offense, we went defense, we went back offense, and then we had two straight defensive guys. Uh, it's always fun to, to kind of watch the game and watch that unfold. I know that's by, by no means a goal of anybody's, but at the same rate, uh, that's fun to really, really reward one of these guys uh, with a great performance. And, and it looks like uh, every week there's an opportunity for a bunch of guys to, to get in that mix. Yeah, well, I mean, you can make an argument that was an offensive player of the week, too, because uh, DJ Burks played a pretty good offensive game as well. Yeah, so, leading receiver. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, he was. He was so uh, he he was really good all around. So maybe that can that can count for both sides. 
right? I I, uh, I I did it on air, so I'll apologize to you, and I probably should apologize uh, to others. But uh, I told DJ at one point he was the leading receiver for both teams. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, that's true. Again, I guess that's true. Uh, again, probably, probably a little. I hope he is again tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, opportunistic defense is what uh, what gives you that that confidence. And uh, those guys have really done a great job at it. But coach, again, appreciate the time. I know you got to get in there and get the guys ready to get out on the field. But always a pleasure talking to you. And good luck tonight against the Falcons. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, appreciate it. You're listening to the Coach Derek Hunt Show. Don't miss it. We're going to listen to a few of these sponsors. But when we come back, pregame show, Chris Hibbs, Jude Ellison joins myself as we preview tonight's matchup, your Red Rebels against the Fulton Falcons. We'll talk about it on the flip side of this commercial break. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be back. You don't want to miss it. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. 
time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. In Blount County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blount County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. Back to the old to-do list again. Let's see. Climb Mount Lacotte? Done. Snorkeling with the dolphins off the coast of Florida? Done. Barreling over Niagara Falls? <laughs> nah, too risky. How about rediscovering Cades Cove in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park? Hmm. Easily drive or hike to view the scenic mountain beauty and wildlife. I'm downloading the Cades Cove app at cadescoveapp.com today. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. And welcome to Fulton High School and Rebel Radio week number six, or game number six. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jude Ellison and Chris Hips. If you've listened to the Coach Derek Hunt Show. It is Fulton Week here for the Red Rebels. They're on the road for the second time here in the 2020 campaign. And uh, and guys, just like uh, the first time in the all-white Stormtrooper uniforms out here for the Red Rebels. And uh, guys, it's uh, it's another trip to Knoxville, another opportunity uh, for this young Rebel team to uh, kind of have a road opportunity. Yeah, it's another great road opportunity against a, uh, a good Fulton team. I think this should be a great environment tonight. We were walking around the stadium earlier today before uh, – before heading into the booth today, and it's uh, it's a great stadium. It should be a really great environment for a, a nice fall time game tonight. As we bring in Chris Hips uh, uh, again, he is uh, he has is has watched warmups and he has has taken notes. And uh, Hippie's keys to the game is going to be pretty dynamic, I think, because of uh, his astute uh, vision here at Fulton High School. Yeah, this week, I mean, it's a beautiful weather. I mean, 
What, can, what more can you ask for in the fall season? And I mean, looking at the Fulton crowd, the Fulton crowd's pretty excited. I mean, there's a bunch of them here, and Maryville has a lot of travelers too for this game. Absolutely, and and would be remiss if we didn't. Uh, hey, there's Tony Clark coming into the box, but uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't give uh, kudos to to Russell Mays for taking care of us here, as he set us up here in the press box at Fulton, a very nice facility. I got our own like little box here. Uh, so box seats here for the Fulton game. Uh, beside Ken Main, uh, again, stat extraordinaire. Uh, he's already ready. Team captain Page is pulled up, ready to rock, and uh, you know he's just he's just biting at the bit. But guys, well, what do you think? You know, looking at last week's game, Farragut, uh, they had a good game plan coming out early on, and that's kind of been the mantra the last few weeks. Is teams have had a good opening series or maybe a first quarter scheme, but then once Maryville makes adjustments. It's status quo. It's get back to the rebel way, and, and Maribel begins to pull away. Is that something that, that hopefully this week they've taken care of? Yeah, I'd say after two straight weeks, it started very slow to uh, formidable Knox County schools. I think that Maribel's looking to start out quick and score early and definitely don't take their foot off a break till they put in those second straight players. Absolutely. And, Chris, you, you know, we talk about a Knox County school. This is, this is, no, this is no short streak. Uh, Maryville's had a long-standing success rate against Knox County schools. The last time a Knox County school beat the, the Red Rebels, uh, the year 2000. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a minute. Uh, let's just say that Jude, uh, how old were you in 2000? <laughs> Negative two. Negative two. So uh, that, uh, that tells you how long it's been. But uh, this game in particular, Maryville uh, and Fulton a year ago, uh, went by the way of the Rebels. Of course, 15-0. and 0, It's hard not to say that the, the, the Red Rebels took care of business. But 49 to 19 was the, was the final there. Honestly, Fulton had maybe as much offensive success as, as some people. I guess Farragut might have been the second, uh, the only one that scored more against the Rebels. So uh, I think this is a different-looking Fulton team. They were 3-8 and eight a year ago, uh, so maybe one of their more successful losses there a year ago to these Red Rebels. But uh, this is a different-looking team. Started 0-3 and, and have won their last two football games and uh, have brought a lot of uh, athleticism to the table. If you listen to the Coach Derek Hunt show, really, this is a Fulton team that, that got out of the gate and had to play three extremely tough opponents. They, they didn't come out on the good end of that one, but then as they've, they've gotten their, their, their legs settled, uh, they've been able to have success here the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Fulton is always a very athletic team, and really they've sneakily played Maribel, uh pretty close these past few weeks, and, or past few years, excuse me, and uh, they're just a very formidable team, and I think they should definitely put up a great fight with Maribel with Maryville and uh, especially if they can if they can capitalize early as we've seen these other Knox County schools haven't been able to do so and they can definitely uh, bust through and definitely make it a close game early what do you think about that Chris sorry I had a question come our come our way uh, talking about the history of this rivalry Maryville and Fulton have played nine times uh, the, the the lone Fulton victory came in 1963 kind of a little trivia uh, throughout there while we were kind of warming up and kind of getting ready to go. Uh, the, the, uh, the, anybody know? Well, I told you guys, so that's really not I a good remember. trivia question. <laughs> Jude, Jude yawning says, I don't remember, but, uh, Lon Hersprin, does anybody remember that name? He is on the sports page, WKVL, our sister station. Uh, Lon Hersprin was the head football coach here at Fulton, uh, when, when the Falcons took care of business, uh, a long, long time ago. But, you know, the rest has been the way of the Rebels, uh, and it's been in really, um, like you said, I think sneakily uh, tight matchups, but a, as it later on in the game would get away from them. 85-86 was was actually two blanking performances by Maryville, 27 to nothing, 18 to nothing, and then 2015 was when it really got back realignment, kind of got some things in place, and then then they started having a perennial game 
Uh, 49 to 18, Rebels win. 15, uh, 45 to 29 and 16, 41 to 12 and 17, 35 to 20 and 18. Uh, again, a really good matchup there. And then 49 to 19 a year ago, are arguably uh, one of the more talented uh, Rebel teams in, in recent history. Yeah, but I want to point out, I mean, I'm pretty sure when we were at the stats last time, um, Fulton was only at like 38 yards by halftime. I think they ended up around like 107, 108. And most of them came toward the third string on Maribel with the lone two touchdowns also coming late in the game. That's a good point. That's a really good point. And, you know, that that's the thing that, that Maribel does a really good job of. And, and I think Jude could probably echo this, uh, the respect factor for a lot of teams. You're, you're not going to see you're not gonna see 60-plus point games for Maribel. I mean, I think if, if somebody wants to push the envelope and keep the ones out there, then Maribel's going to play that game. But uh, in, in the majority of the time, it's a, it's a comfortable lead and then the dogs come off. And, and, again, I think you see that in some of these. You're, you're exactly right, Chris. A year ago, 424 yards of offense for the Rebels, 107 yards on 46 plays uh, for the Fulton Falcons. But uh, we'd be remiss also, you know, just being here at Fulton, you know, the, the Xavier Dobson story, uh, 24 is, is forever on their football field. Want to kind of raise him up. There's going to be a 30 for 30, I think, here, either this year or next year, uh, that's going to kind of honor him. Uh, again, gave his life. Uh, to, to protect some young children in the Fulton area. So, again, I um, want to raise that up. But we're here at Fulton. And you can kind of – that that reverence it was kind of here at pregame. Yeah, that was a great story. And, I mean, I would be one of the ones definitely wanting to watch that 30 for 30 special. Absolutely. But as Fulton's band uh, gets out on the field to do some pregame festivities, uh, we're going to take a break right here on the Bob Ramsey pregame show. Again, Bob Ramsey running for District 20 representative, paid for by the committee to reelect. Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey treasurer. But we're going to take a break and listen to these great sponsors. You're listening to the Bob Ramsey pregame show right here on Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso and Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit denzocareers.com slash production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. Let me start by saying thank you to the listeners of Blunt County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of WKBL's early morning show, The Grind, if you like real talk about real sports and you kind of like hearing it from a familiar voice, give us a try. Catch us live each and every weekday morning 6 to 7 a.m. and each and every afternoon, 2 to 3 p.m. That's when it hits the radio dial. But if those times just don't work for you, check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. Again, that's thegrindonsports.com. 
Archive.com. You can listen anytime on your time. Archive shows available 24-7, 365. Thanks again, and I hope you enjoy. But until then, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. If you own a SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Welcome back to the Bob Ramsey pregame show. You're listening to Rebel Radio, WGAP 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAP.com. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jude Ellison and Chris Hips as, as we talk it out right here before the uh, the Fulton and Maryville game. Uh, it's Jude Ellison, man. Uh, talk about a year ago, Maryville Fulton. Uh, we, we talk about the success that was the Maryville offense, and really, uh, this was another week where Parker McGill continued to prove the, uh, uh, I don't want to say prove the critics wrong, but I think he, he continued to step out of that shadow. Each week you waited on that team to say, okay, we know he's the guy, we're going to stop him. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. This was another example of, of that not happening. Uh, last year when you talk about it, he rushed how many times, Chris? 16 times for 171 yards. Pretty nice outing. Jude, uh, I, I believe you – would you 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 would be able to do that, right? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. Jude's uh, he'd give it a good effort. We'll just go with that. But uh, talk about last year's performance again. A year ago, what a difference a year makes. A lot of different looking rebels, but again, a lot of different looking Falcons as well. Uh, last year, Parker McGill, like like Chris said, sixteen carries, one seventy one, and really this was another game where where T Hodge was was absent. Uh, turf toe had kind of kind of got him uh, hemmed up, but uh, the leading receiver Ashton Maples, Brody Sloan, AJ Davis, none of those guys still here. But Nick Daigle did have did have some action in this game, and he'll be here tonight for for the Red Rebels. But uh, but guys, when you look at this matchup tonight, you look at what is this year. You know, Maryville comes in undefeated uh, once again, but Fulton uh, a little bit of a, a tough road to hoe. And, and when I say that, it's it's they've played South Dole, Knox Central, Powell, Austin East, and Carnes. Now, granted, those last two opponents are not the same caliber as the first three, but those first three teams are just—I mean—they're the class of their own their own division, their own conference, and really their classification in the state of Tennessee. Powell is one of the better teams in the state. 
uh, Knox Central is a two-time defending state champion, and Clark Duncan has South Doyle tough and rocking once again. So this is a battle-tested Fulton team, and I, and I think they've got a lot of things going for them here tonight. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely a very good team. They're always, uh, they're always knowing how to get out here and, and put a bunch of points on the board. They've got a lot of athletes over here, and like you said, they really had a really tough schedule playing against two or three teams that could really be uh, up in uh, up at state with us in that last week of the season if we get there. But uh, definitely, definitely had their toughs. But I think that's what you want to play before you go play Maryville. You want to be battle-tested before stepping on the field against the Rebels. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. I mean, they're battle-tested right now. and You know, coming in here with them back-to-back victories will uh, give them a confidence boost uh, for Maryville here. I mean, you just need to step on the gas right off the game and don't wait till the second half like they've been doing. Yeah, and I think you know you know the key points that that you can look at. But as as Fulton's band is about to perform the national anthem, we'll take another break. You're listening to the pregame show right here on Rebel Radio. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills, or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month. Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. 
West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. In Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. And welcome back to Fulton High School, Bob Blackfield, where the Fulton Falcons are entering the stadium, and they do so in a very similar manner, Jude, as they walk through the home crowd and walk down the middle of the home stands to the football field. If uh, if you hear the cowbell, uh, they must need more cowbell because they are uh, they're, they're they're rattling that thing, but uh, the the. The Falcons are, are coming out, Jude, and uh, they're in the all-gray uniforms with their traditional uh, maroon helmets with the uh, black F on the side of it and, uh, of course, matching the, the logo that's in the center of the football field. But, uh, but Jude, it's, uh, I think this is going to be a, a – it's probably the first good feel of, uh, uh, of fall. I mean, I see a lot of jackets out here. I see a lot of long sleeves. I see Jude in, in sweatpants and a hoodie, <laughs> yep. or I guess it's a sweat or it's a crew neck shirt, shirt, right? Crew neck. Crew neck. Uh, but uh, he's a big Maribel football on the front of it, so he, he knows all, all too much about it. But uh, excited about this matchup and really uh, looking forward to what tonight will bring. But when you look at this matchup, uh, again, 
this is the next step for Maryville. Uh, they need to, I think, start fast. I think uh, this is a good road test for Maryville before next week's matchup with Bradley Central. This is not a region game, uh, so you can you can kind of do some things, try some things here tonight, because the next week you're going to one of the, um, I don't want to say the, the favorites or the upper tier, but you're going to a place uh, to where they're going to have a, a nice home field advantage. They're going to have uh, some opportunities to have some success, and you've got to go down there with a crisp brand of football. And I think I think tonight you can get some of those things sharpened up pretty well. But uh, Chris, uh, bring you back in here. Uh, talk about hippies' keys to the game. What what do the rebels have to do in the all whites uh, to get it done? Well, I mean, we kind of hit a couple of points here, but first point: start fast. I mean, you can't keep giving teams hope early in the game, uh, sticking with you, you know, put up some big touchdown drives early in the game, uh, bend and break, and don't give up any plays. Secondly, for me, is the Parker McGill show. I mean, yeah. we've already hinted at 171 yards last year, and that was just the tip of the iceberg with minimum carries. I'd just feed him all night long until we get, hopefully, you know, at least a 35-point lead and get that running clock. 35-point yeah. lead. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly. Uh, I, I think the, the, the ultimate thing is that they're looking to get, as the cowbell is back on again, uh, but I think they're just looking to get some points on the board. I think if you see the, if you see the Rebels win this coin toss, I think they're going to want the football. Uh, would you agree with that, Jude? Yeah, I think so. As the uh, the Sal- Salvation Army bell is going right down here. I think it's not a cowbell. But, yeah, I think I think Merrill will probably want to get the ball first so they can score early and really set the tone of this game and say, you might have seen in the past that we've been uh, – We've been letting teams stay in it longer than they needed to, but we're going to put y'all out early. Well, and I think I think the the Falcons have some playmakers that can that can really maybe add some some production on their side. Tommy Sweat is where this thing goes through. He's their quarterback, uh, and then you have uh, running backs like Davian Chenault, uh, Matt McCovery. Those are those are guys that you're going to hear their name tonight. Uh, Marcellus Jackson, a wide receiver that's really leading their way uh, in the catch category. I think he's got three over 300 yards receiving uh, for the season in minimal really catches. So. Really really good yards per catch average. Uh, so they've got some pieces that's going to be able to work. But the Rebels, uh, we talk about it each and every week with, with Coach Derek Hunt. The best version of the Red Rebels get the victory here tonight. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, I think definitely Maribel's definitely got to be uh, – I mean, they can be a little bit off their game as long as Fulton isn't on 100%. But I think definitely Maribel is going to probably win out here tonight. Yeah, I think so. What, what do you think, Chris? Uh, again, what is there? Is there any more keys uh, as you got listed there? Yeah, I mean, my last key would be a control the line of scrimmage here. Of uh, Bolton does a great job of running the ball, especially with all their athletes at the edges. So, at the edge, uh, don't give up the big play, and you know I, I could see us getting to a big lead if we just keep it in the middle of the field all night. I think that's a great point. And, and as we kind of close up the Bob Ramsey for state representative pregame show, again paid for by the community to reelect Bob Ramsey. Bob Ramsey, treasurer. Uh, as we close this thing up, it, it's it's football time in Knoxville as the Red Rebels have traveled over to Fulton High School to take on the Falcons, and that's where we'll be here tonight. But let's take our last break of the day before we have live game action. Uh, when we come back, we will uh, we'll have live football action right here for you. Rebel Radio, WGAP 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412. 
or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Good game day to you and welcome to this week's edition of Red Rebel Football 2020. Rebel Radio and WGAP are proud to bring you another chapter in the storied history of Maryville High School Football, Tennessee's all-time winningest high school football program. The Red Rebels look to defend their 2019 6A state championship here tonight, and it's sure to be a good one. So sit back and enjoy as we set the stage for what hopes to be Another big Red Rebel victory. It's football time in Maryville, and you don't have to miss a moment of the action right here on Rebel Radio WGAP. The time is now, and here come those Rebels. Friday to you and welcome to game number six of this 2020 season for your Maryville Red Rebels. Maryville got on the bus today, headed down Alcoa Highway and got off Broadway and find themselves at Fulton High School. The Red Rebels hope to be the bad house guest and extend their win streak here in 2020. The Rebels come into tonight's matchup at a 5-0 record and a hard-fought 27-3 shutout victory last week over Farragut. The Falcons of Fulton come in at 2-3 and and have back-to-back wins the last two weeks after the 0-3 start. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and on behalf of Blunt Broadcasting and WGAP, welcome to this week's edition of Rebel Radio. Bring in Jude Ellison on the call here tonight, myself. Uh, how's it going? Uh, it's, it's football time yeah. in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. We've got captains on the field. Uh, looks like captains for Fulton's going to be Tommy Sweat, number 10. little key point, he does have a compression sock on his left calf slash ankle. So we'll see what that, if that means anything. And it looks like for Maryville, the captains will be Eric Townsend, number 22, Mike Bethea, number 55, uh, Tristan Swank, number 58, and Matthew Newvine, uh, number 79. Excited for all of those kids uh, to get that opportunity to be a captain. Again, uh, if you just now tuning in, Maryville is in the road whites, the all whites, the stormtroopers as we call them. And again, they're wearing their traditional rebel helmet, black helmet with red script, and numbers are red trimmed in black. Uh, again, the Fulton Falcons in their, their gray alternate uniforms, white numerals trimmed in black, and their maroon helmets with the traditional Fulton F on the side. So uh, here at Bob Black Field, Jude Ellison, Wayne Kaiser, it's uh, it's time for some football as they meet in the center of the football in the center of the logo, the F logo there in the middle of the Fulton Field. Uh, looks like it's Eric Townsend, Tommy Sweat for the coin flip. All other um, captains will stay at their sideline because of social distancing. But Jude, uh, any last thoughts before we get things going here? Uh, no, just good to be out here with the uh, with the cold weather. Weather, as you made a comment in the pregame show, we're wearing our uh, wearing our sweatshirts here and. Uh, and I'm just excited for this one to start out. It's really starting to feel like football weather. Then turn around and watch watch the boys in uh, in Orange at home next week this year, or next tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, should uh, be great. Jeff Weaver, just FYI, is out on the football field, short sleeves and shorts. And it's uh, <laughs> I mean, it's like 59 degrees here. But uh, Fulton wins the toss. Maryville to take the football or gets the football. I guess uh, mm-hmm. Fulton chose to defer. But uh, looks like Maryville will get the football first in 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 any, either uh, course. Um, but uh, you'll see that offense come out there first. And I think a quick start for offense is key in this matchup because, like we've said the last couple of weeks, a slow start didn't necessarily deter the result. But at the same rate, you'd love uh, for Coach Hunt and, and the boys uh, to get off and running real quick tonight. 
Yeah, I mean, I think like you said, even though even though Maribel lost the toss per se, they definitely wanted in the sense of I think that they definitely wanted the ball to come out here. And as you saw that when they announced that Maribel was getting the ball, the 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 boys in the on the side on there were kind of giving a little cheer and getting really hype. I think they really wanted the ball first to kind of come out here and start fast like how we were talking about. Well, and I tell you, that that's a Maribel mentality. And I think Jude being a senior at the high school, you, you know what that means. But uh, they like being the tone setter. They don't like things to come to them. They like to deliver the load. And, and again, uh, Maribel's going to do that on offense or hope to do that uh, here as we tee it up. But looks like Fulton will tee it from the 40-yard line. I'm trying to get a number on the kicker, 41. 41 is the kicker. His name is Joseph Mojica. He will be kicking away for the Falcons, and he is kicking it away in a low little hoppy skip kick, and he's going to take it at the 18-yard line, get across the 20, across the 25, and continue to push, and he's going to get up and upended at the 30-yard line uh, where the Rebels will take over on offense. That was D.J. Burks. D.J. Burks, reigning Rebel Radio Player of the Week. Yeah, starting to turn out early. Great, uh, I think his uh, his his bat or excuse me his baseball skills definitely came into play there. He kind of fielded that one off the ground here as Merrill sets up first and ten. What do you think about the uh, first down marker being lit? Hmm. I think that is pretty lit. <laughs> Carson Jones in the normal shotgun formation, two receivers to the left, two to the right. I'm going to have Mr. Parker McGill in the backfield. He's going to move Jackson Phillips across the formation, look to throw in the flat to Fortenberry. He gets it at the 30-yard line, gets across the 35, cross the 40, and he's going to be run out of bounds at the 43-yard line. Big pickup for the big guy. Yeah, Markell has occasionally struggled with his first two targets in the – in previous games, but this time didn't drop the ball here and was able to pick up a big first down for Maryland. I think it was a high percentage throw for Carson Jones and a high percentage catch for Markell. And, and yeah, he gets upfield really quick. Another Dwight Price of, of Realty Executives first down, and uh, the offense is off and moving. Yeah, they're really uh, they're really really being good right now with uh, setting up and getting everyone in, in position. Bunch package in here. Parker McGill going to stay to to block. They bring the house, dump it over to Parker. He gets to the forty, wants to change position and can't get the, the movement made. He's going to be dropped for about a yard loss on the play. It's going to bring up second and 11. Great stop by number 11, Jarrison Gibson there uh, to keep Mr. McGill. McGill had one man to beat being a Gibson, but he was able to wrap him up in the backfield, and uh, that equated in a loss for one for Maryville. As they will go to huddle, Maryville is now uh, second and 11 ball on their own 42-yard line. They're going from St. Mary's to Broadway, if that makes sense to you. So left to right across Fulton Field. They break the huddle, get to the 42-yard line where they will set up. Carson Jones, again, Parker McGill in the backfield with him. Uh, two receivers to the right, to the left, and they move D.J. Burks left to right across the formation. He takes the snap, gets it to Mr. McGill. He gets across the 40 and looks to push. Gets across the 45 and upended at the 46-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of four on second down. That's going to bring up third and seven. This is a big third down here for this Fulton defense. They can get Maribel off the field early. You know, we were talking about with these slow starts. They can maybe put some points on the board and stay in this game. Uh, I think this is a big third down here for Maribel. I think they'll look to pass here, but uh, never discount the McGill run. I don't think you discount the Carson Jones run. I like that call. Trips to the right, one to the left, and then they're going to move the Noah across the formation. They're going to flip out in the flat to Parker McGill. He bobbles the snap, and that kind of slows him up, but he two steps and gets across the 50-yard line. He's going to be stopped at the Fulton 49, but he's going to be about two yards short of the first down. It's going to be fourth and two. Decision coming for the Maryville Rebels. Yeah, it looks like Maryville's going to bring in the big dogs here as they're going to look to uh, 
to punch it through here on fourth down and two. I love that package when they bring it in. It's Keyshawn Harper. I think it's uh, it's Lou Birchfield, uh, Hayden, you know, Hagen, all, yeah. the, all the Hagen Webb, all the big pieces. And, yeah, they're going to try to run the, the Wildcat. And they're going to take it, and he's going to go off left side. And Fulton reads it, but Parker McGill's going to go forward. I think second effort, it's going to be really close. They're giving him the 47. If he makes the 47, it's close. that's going to be a first down. We, I think they got to stop to measure. Yep, they are going to stop to measure. That was definitely very close. I mean, credit the Fulton defense. They seemed like they knew what was coming, and uh, they were able to get up and uh, and stop the ball quickly. And uh, I guess that's very hard to do against Parker McGill. Yeah, Parker McGill, honestly, he comes to the line of scrimmage. I think if he just continues to bowl ahead forward, he probably gets two and a half. But he tried to change direction, and uh, it came really close. Let's see where it's at. Looks like maybe the nose of the football. Oh, nose wow. of the football missed. And it's going to be a turnover early for the Rebels. Fulton takes over in great field position. Yes. They'll be at their own 47-yard line going left to right here uh, on Bob Black Field. Yeah, and this homestanding team, is, or crowd, I should say, is really getting into it. They're, uh, they're, you saw some of the coaches kind of jumping up and down. They definitely feel like this is a big momentum swing for them that could uh, possibly go in their favor and uh, maybe get some points early against this good Maryville team. Yeah, and, and Coach Rob Black, I mean, he, he, he rolls with momentum. He's had a lot of success here at Fulton. And, uh, and again, two straight wins the last two weeks. He's, uh, he's trying to add to that state champion line under, under the, the scoreboard. But as they come to the line of scrimmage, Tommy Sweat's going to be at the controls. They're going to have trips left, one receiver to the right, and they're going to have a running back number three. They let the play clock You're run call out? A timeout. Yeah, uh, you can't do that. That's an early timeout, especially your first time out there. You, yeah. You kind of you, – you'd feel like you'd had that first place schemed yeah. out. So that, that one really kind of shocks me there. Yeah, first drive of the game, right when momentum looks to be uh, kind of heading your way, you're starting to build up a little bit of steam. You can't have those kind of uh, careless errors where you're costing a, t a timeout that could come in clutch uh, later in the game. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. That This one's very odd, but nonetheless, they're going to take a timeout. We're, we're going to kind of hang out right here because – uh, this is a big momentum play right here. You, you come out, and I think, you know, if you can string together some things and at least flip field if you're Fulton, you got to feel like this is an early win, right? Yeah, I mean, if you could even just get the ball within striking distance of the of the goal line, maybe around 30 or so, I think you're definitely building a lot of confidence because um, most teams don't move the ball within Maribel's 30-yard line, you know what I mean? So it's, a, it's definitely something that they can get out of the way and say, remember how we drove in that first drive? Let's go out there and do it again. They come back out in the same formation. It's uh, the, the backfield for the Rebels look very similar, but Tommy Sweat's going to have Chenault in the backfield with him. Trips to the left, one to the right. He's going to play action to Chenault and deliver out in the flat to number 14, and he's going to, by himself, fall down on one knee. Number 14, Adrian Roberson, uh, one that, that was listed as one of their big, uh, their big uh I guess, contributors on offense. Uh, that's going to be a no gain on the play. It's going to bring up second and ten. He was right at the line of scrimmage with his knee down uh, when he caught the football. Yeah, pass was just a little bit off point, and uh, he had to, he fall down catching that ball. They're going to flip switch, but Tommy Sweat takes the snap. Going to give it to, to, to the back Chenault on that one. He's going to get up around midfield, and that's all he's doing as he gets two yards on the pickup. It's going to bring down third and eight. I think this is a – this is a long-distance third down, and I think it all kind of stems. The momentum uh, really halted when they had mm -hmm. to take that timeout. Now Fulton's a little disjointed. Uh, we just hope the Maryville Rebels can kind of take advantage of that. Yeah, and Thomas Robert has made two great plays to penetrate the uh, 
this offensive line here for Fulton that was able to come up with a tackle there to set up this third down and long, and this, he's had some great plays early on. Ball set up on midfield here going left to right. Tommy Sweat looking to convert for the Falcons. Tommy Sweat takes the belt high. Shotgun snap. He's going to have to roll to his right, and he really just chucks this one up for grabs. Wow. And who comes down with it? Incomplete. Oh, okay. Wow. I thought, I thought Roberson, he caught that ball. Well, it was really like a shot put. It mm-hmm. kind of went up, and Roberson yeah. was there, but it took forever mm-hmm. for that thing to come down. Came down incomplete nonetheless. Fourth and eight upcoming, and uh, looks like they're going to have to send out the punt unit. Looks like Jaden Jenkins uh, will be the punter for the Falcons. As looks like they're going to have to, they're going to bring in. They think Maryville's going to bring the pressure. Is Noah Vaughn's checking into the game? He's a speedster. He could definitely get up there and disrupt that punt. Yeah, you've got Markell there to to, to kind of juice this thing. But Nick Daigle will be the returner. He gets the kick and and will punt it away. End over end kick, and oh. it will uh, be on the ground. And I think he lost the football. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Daigle dropped it, and Friday had the heads-up play and just uh, landed on it. That could have been a very costly error for Maryville. Well, I'll tell you, that that one was an interesting delivery because it was really flat, but then all of a sudden it just nosedived mm-hmm. right to him. So. And it was like a knuckleball, too. It, was, it wasn't uh, end-over-end. It was kind of wobbly as it was heading there, and I think that Daigle just misread it. Uh, but heads up play by T. Fry to, to jump on that ball. Get that back. And Carson Jones and company takes over. They've got trips to the right and Parker McGill in the backfield. No receiver to the left. They're going to give it to Parker McGill. He goes behind blocker, gets Ooh. across the 25, and is stood up. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be targeting. Yeah, that needs to be targeting. Lord, he just he just came to a quick stop, and, and, and Parker's still kind of down, kind of thinking about it for a second. But he's up now. I, I don't like the way that hit happened. Yeah, that was just a – he came out of there nowhere, and I, know, I didn't really see if, the, if that was a lead with the helmet, but definitely the referees are going are gonna to talk that over, and if that is a targeting, there's, a, there's not much room in the game for that. Absolutely. 7.54 to go here in the first quarter of play. Your score still 0-0 here at Fulton High School. Zero for the Falcons, zero for the Rebels, and a big penalty possibly as uh, one of the Falcons may be taking a seat. And I'm not sure if they, if they kick him out uh, at the high school level or not. I'm not really sure. I think uh, we'll, we'll there's nobody to review, so I'm not sure if they would do do a penalty of that severity. But McGill's definitely shaken up on that play for sure. Yeah, it looks like I think they wanted to check on Parker. He goes to the sideline, but he's back in there yeah. now. Uh, Carson Jones uh, in the shotgun formation. They're going to stack up uh, Jackson Phillips, I believe, there in the flat. They're going to be two receivers to the right, one to the left, as they set up shop on their 42-yard line. He rolls the pocket to the right, delivers out in the flat to Noah Vaughn, and he is going to be upended at the 48-yard line, but not before a big pickup of six on second down. Yeah, this Fulton defense came to play, and they're uh, they're able to really disrupt this Maryville passing unit as he was just able to uh, kind of flick the ball out there to the to the check down. But uh, definitely uh, this Fulton defense is playing really well early, just had some costly mistakes. I apologize. That was a first down run, and it will be second and four upcoming as Carson gets the play from the sideline, Coach Hunt and company uh, are really trying to adjust to what they're doing on defense from the Falcons. In that first series, this is series number two when the adjustments uh, should kick in. Carson Jones takes the snap, and he will fake the give to Parker McGill and deliver in the flat to, is that Daigle? No, that's Noah. Uh, that Noah Vaughn over yeah. to the far side, mm-hmm. and he is going to catch it and back his way to a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, Noah got about five or six yards backwards, and uh, I think they're going to give him another targeting uh, call. I think that was definitely very similar to that last one, and we'll see what the penalty is here. But 
I, I tell you, you know, football's a violent game, but yeah, the last couple of hits, uh, they've looked uh, yeah, maybe a little bit more again. violent. We're going to see what happens here. Yeah, the, the, the hometown faithful, not excited about that call, but still, uh, you, you've got shoulder pads, you've got all the other area. Stay away from the helmet. But it's going to be another first down Rebels as it's going to drop them well inside Fulton territory, and they'll, be, they'll set up shop at the Fulton 31-yard line as they go right to, as they go right to left here uh, on Bob Black Field. Yeah, just uh, two two hits that you can't do for Fulton, and they were definitely going to wrap them up either way. They just tried to go for the kind of flashy hit there and uh, and uh, definitely going to cost them as Maryville's setting up here at the 32. Under seven to play here. Uh, Fulton zero, Maryville zero, and uh, and looks like they're going to call the layup game on the Rebels. I think Coach Hunt wants to know, did they reset the, the play clock? Because that looked like an awful quick whistle. That was a quick whistle, and that's very... Uh, uncharacteristic mistake there for the Rebels. They normally uh, they normally are able to wit- to not get those kind of penalties, but that's going to back them up here first down and 15. First and 15, ball will be on the 36 now as Carson Jones and company sets up shop. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. They move Jackson Phillips right to left across the formation. Play action to Parker McGill. Was wanted to deliver across the middle to Daigle, I believe. Daigle. Yeah. And uh, just be on the fingertips there. Just a, a little timing issue there, and it'll bring up second and 15. Ball on the 36. Yeah, I think they doubled up Daigle there, and he just had uh, he just had a hard time getting through that route and getting to where the ball was, and uh, just tried to lead him there just a little bit too much. And that brings up second down. Here. Well, I'll tell you, Fulton's got some big bodies. They probably jammed him pretty hard off the line, and he just he, yeah, I don't think he got into that progression quick enough. Here we go. We, we move. Uh, they're going to actually pitch the play to Noah, and they're going to catch him in the backfield. That's, uh, that's a, a, a good read by the Falcons and a big loss for the Red Rebels as that's going to be stopped for a loss of, let's see where they mark it. Loss they of four on the yeah. play. It's going to be third and 19. Yeah, big stop there by Seth Vaughn. Was able to wrap, wrap up uh, Noah Vaughn, and definitely if you can hear uh, – the stands are shaking. These uh, The fans are getting very loud on this big third down. Yeah, it's third and 19 upcoming, Jude, but where they sit on the field, on the 40-yard line of Fulton territory, I think this is two-down territory. I think you try to get about 10 of this and then see what you can do on fourth down. Yeah, for sure. I think you could you look for the small play here, and you got such speedsters on Maryville. You can definitely stretch that into a longer play. Looks like they've got Noah out there in the backfield, and they're going to look to uncork it to, to Markel Fortenberry. He gets it at the 5-4-3. 2-1, touchdown Rebels. Wow, what a play call. Just had Markel, uh, just no one was on him. They had the one corner, got him beat, and just Markel just so quick out of the uh, out of his first few steps and just was able to, just a great pass by Carson Jones, able to just put it right in the red back. <laughs> I tell you, Markel's gait is so wide that the DB looked like he was just sprinting and Markel was just galloping right on down to the end zone. So great play, great score, and the Denzo scoreboard just change your new score the red rebel six the visit or the homestanding fulton falcon zero as corbin price knocks it through uh, it now reads seven to nothing in favor of the rebels i like that start i like that resilience on on third down and very long a lot of give up plays there uh, you finally get get one done six plays 80 yards two minutes seven seconds of possession let's take us a break you're listening to rebel radio 105.9 fm uh, 1400 AM and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. 
We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com slash production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. The gloves are coming off. The gloves are coming off. Welcome back to Rebel Radio as your Red Rebels now lead the homestanding Fulton Falcons 7 to nothing. Six minutes, one second to go here in the first quarter of play. And it uh, looks like the Rebels will kick this one away uh, to the homestanding Falcons. Really, uh, third and 19, you have them right where they want them. And Markel Fortenberry uh, just, just overdoes it and gets into the end zone. The kick is away, and it is fielded as the four loosely. And he, he corrals it in and gets upfield and gets to the 19-yard line where it'll set up first and 10. Falcons uh, probably wanted a little better return there, Jude. Yeah, definitely did, but uh, the return man kind of dropped it right as he got it, and but it was able to pick it up and uh, move forward for a couple of yards on the play here as Fulton sets up here with a long a long drive going if they want to score here. Yeah, looks like look to see a little bit of action from Marcellus Jackson. Uh, again, he is a piece that hadn't been seen in the early sets, but uh, – Talk about uh, that drive there, 80 yards on the time of possession. 30 of those come by way of penalty. Do a little play action. No, they get it to number three, running back for the Falcons, and he is going to get upfield. That is Chenault, Davion Chenault, and he is going to be brought down at the 31-yard line. That's enough for a Fulton first down. Great, great uh, acceleration there for Chenault and and really gashed the Rebels right there. Yeah, he just had a small little hole opened up by that O-line and was able to really – move through the secondary and get a, get a big first down there for Fulton to kind of back him off the end zone. Fulton broke the seal, first first down of the game, but Tommy Sweat gets the snap and then delivers out in the flat to Jackson, and he tries to change direction, and a host of Rebels bring him down at the 35-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of four on first down, bring up second and six. Yeah, it seems like just about the whole offensive line was in there. Just about the whole defensive line was in there on the tackle, and uh, – just a very great play there for the for the uh, Jude. Are you multitasking? <laughs> are you multitasking here? But uh, no, it looks like uh, number one Jackson. He he's taken away to be looked at uh, on the sideline, and he is not happy. But looks like Tommy Sweat's going to take it. He's going to get it to Chenault one more time, and he's going to go around left or right end and uh, and find a big big hole. He's going to rumble uh, down to about the 48 yard line, 47 48 yard line. Um, before he's brought down, that's going to be a pickup of about 12 uh, on that play. Uh, needed needed a, a six, got about 12, so got double what he needed. Uh, under five to play here, 449 to be exact. Your Rebels lead seven to nothing, and the Falcons have had a little success uh, here on offense. Yeah, and just what a great run by their Chenault. He, he's really quick once he gets out into the secondary. Tommy Sweat takes the snot, shotgun snap, and he's going to get it to Chenault one more time out in the flat. Uh, he just he just gets ahead forward. He's a good north yeah. and south guy. You know that's that's what I like to see. And the next time you know, uh, he's down to the 41 yard line before he's brought down. That's a pickup of is that 14? Nine yards. Oh, I'm sorry, he was on yeah. he was on Maryville's 48, not their own 48. Okay. Yeah, just really great running there by Chenault. I think they found something that they're able to gash Maryville with is just getting mm-hmm. Chenault out to the edges and uh, just letting him run wild. And he's really been able to 
to gash Maryville here lately. I think you really got to bring some pressure. You really got to work on the pursuit angles. But, yeah, this is just a minor adjustment. But Tommy Sweat's going to look to keep it running behind Chenault. And uh, as he sees the Rebels coming his way, uh, he, he gets down um, before he gets out. Yeah, just kind of the uh, – I think he saw the footsteps of Eric Townsend and company and just was decided to – to go down as he is the quarterback and maybe a little bit of a, of a messed up calf there as he does have some uh, athletic tape on his on his, on his his calf. Well, and I'll say this. Chris brings up a really good point. The edge is, is really not, not caving in. You know, they're not, they're not keeping that in. And, and really, Fulton's being able to kind of get that edge, get that corner. So I think that's something that they're going to work on. They're going to do it until, that w- until Maryville stops them. And under four to play, uh, Fulton is on the Maryville 39-yard line. Tommy Sweat takes the snap. He's looking to throw out in the flat. Going to get it to Chenault. Chenault makes one move, and Lou Perchfield is there to say not so fast, my friend, and rip him down. Great play by Lou just to keep him out. As as we've seen, if he could have broken that tackle, he could have been really dangerous as he is just a quick speedster and a really great play for Maryville to finally contain him and uh, not let him get that edge. He's one of those guys that uh, if you let him get to full acceleration, he's a tough cat to handle. But, yeah, if you can corral him in, uh, his size doesn't necessarily lend him to get out of trouble. Yeah. But if he gets room, he's, he's a tough guy to handle. But it uh, looks like they're going to switch it up a little bit. They're going to run, looks like, two receivers to the right, uh, two to the left. They're going to stack it up there on the left side of the line and Chenault in his normal spot in the backfield with Sweat. Looks like Maribel's going to bring a little bit of pressure. Sweat gets a kind of a high snap, rolls the pocket right, tries to deliver out in the flat well over the hands of number 20, DeRondre Peebles. Yeah, just uh, a lot of pressure there for that Maribel uh, defensive line. Just really got into the backfield, and uh, number 10, Sweat, just really couldn't make a play there for Fulton. As 2.53 is all that remains here in the first quarter of play, and Fulton is facing a big third down. Third and 12 to go. A ball on the Maryville 41-yard line after that loss there uh, on first down. And really, uh, this is a play for the Maryville defense that you really just got to have. Yeah, this would be a big stop here for Maryville as uh, Fulton's been able to make a few pieces together this drive, but uh, we'll see what they can do on third down long. Trips to the right, one receiver to the left. He's going to do a three-step drop and look to unload it. And just a wild throw well over the hands of the receiver and out of bounds into the the Rebel uh, sideline. And it's going to bring up fourth down here. I think I think they're going to go. I mean, I don't know what you what you gain from punting here because if it goes into the end zone, it's it's roughly a 19 yard advance. So and they're going to bring out the punt team here. They're not going to listen to us. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to say I disagree. I I dislike it, but yeah, I, I think, think that's a wanna, good point. They just want to pin Maribel, make them go as far as possible instead of just giving them down the 41. Here. Well, and I will say, you know, his last punt was a low end over end. So yeah, as long as you can get down and cover. Uh, maybe he can pin. It bounces off the turf, and he gets it away nonetheless. It's going to be a high bouncer. It's going to be fielded at about the eight-yard line, and I guess he's fair caught. Yes, he did. He signaled. Going to get it at the eight-yard line. That's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, and uh, and really uh, another big stand by the, the Maryville defense in, in keeping those guys out of it. Yeah, just uh, a great play by Maryville. Kind of bend it a little bit, giving uh, Chenault a lot of running areas uh, – early, but then was able to kind of shore it up and, uh, and make two big tackles for losses to force that uh, fourth down. 
Carson Jones going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to move Jackson Phillips into a blocking position. Give it to Barker McGill. Try to go off left tackle, and nothing doing. He's actually going to lose about two yards on first down. It's going to bring up second and 12. They've, uh, they've done their homework on Mr. McGill, and they're, they're looking to stop that between the tackles running. Yeah, it seems like a lot of these past teams that Maryville has played, uh, Bearden and Fulton included, they just really sold out to stop McGill, and he's he's struggled a little bit early as far as trying to find those gaps. And But uh, this O-line for Maryville's got to open up some more stuff for Mr. McGill here. Well, I think sometimes you, you run to set up the pass, and maybe in this situation you're going to have to pass to set up the run. Uh, they're going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left, and Parker McGill in the backfield. He's going to look to block, throw it to Mr. Fortenberry, and the play is blown dead. I'm, I'm only thinking the legal shift. Dead yeah, ball I think, foul. I think uh, D.J. Burks got running just a little bit too fast uh, to try and go block for Fulton Bear. The only positive there is you really you don't have a ton of room to go. It's going to be a net three-yard uh, penalty, uh, three-yard backed up right here, and it'll be second and 15, I believe, uh, ball on the three-yard line. Uh, really, the, the only problem is your back's to the end zone. You, can't, you have no room for mistakes, and you've got to go. Yeah, for sure. Maryville just uh, got to get the ball out quickly, and I think you can look to hit some of these guys like Daigle or Fortenberry on a little slant route in the middle of the field. Yeah, I think it's open because they're really bringing the heat there at the, the line of scrimmage. So Carson stands in the Falcons' end zone, and he's going to look to get rid of it. No, he keeps it himself. He gets across the 5, across the 10-yard line, and up to the 13-yard line. Love the play call there. A big 10-yard pickup on second down to set up third and manageable. Yeah, I think it was a read option there, and just the end there for Fulton went after McGill, as as most people would. And uh, Carson Jones just kept the ball, and he always seems to find some big yardage on, as far as on his feet uh, just at crucial points in this game. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. But I love when he, he understands when's the best time uh, to keep it, and he, he just uh, made, made his way and really uh, really got after it. Yeah, one, just, minute, one minute, four seconds to go here in the first quarter. And, again, Maryville's not in any kind of hurry. They've got the 7 nothing lead as we click under a minute before this ball snapped. And Carson Jones looks to shift Daigle uh, right to left. And he's going to look to keep it himself one more time. And they kind of read that one, and they get him in the backfield. It's going to be a loss there on third down. It's going to set up a fourth down. And I think you're going to see Markel quickly uh, get mm-hmm. into the pump formation. Yep, and he'll probably have his uh... – his heels right on that uh, on that Fulton end zone is it's uh, going to be punting from the 12, and he will stand right on the that's, right on the border of the end zone. That's a, that's a dangerous punt here. Absolutely, yeah. Chris brings a good point. The Fulton band is actually behind this end zone, and so I wonder if the noise kind of kind of played into mm-hmm. this uh, this short outing for the Maryville offense. But uh, Markell is going to get it. He's going to try to get it away clean. Good end over end. I think for for where it was, it's a good punt. And it's going to take a side Fulton bounce and come to rest about the 30, 39-yard line. Uh, not, not necessarily terrible, uh, but you are setting Fulton up inside your own territory uh, going left to right here on Bob Black Field. Yeah, I, just, uh, I think Markell was more focused about just getting the ball out rather than uh, trying to make his, his best punt of the year. And uh, Maryville, they've had a few uh, special teams issues as far as snapping is concerned, so just a great job to get that ball out. And Fulton has really struggled to move the ball once they've gotten into Maryville territory. So we'll see if they're able to uh, to do any better here on their third opportunity. Yeah, and I think you've seen, as I almost choked, 
Uh, I think you've seen Fulton gain a little bit of momentum each time they've touched the ball. They found a little something, and Maryville adjusts. They find a little something, and Maryville adjusts. So this chess match will continue as Fulton takes the offense. Sweat's going to take the snap and look to the right to deliver in the flat. He gets it in the flat, but a long time coming. And who's there holding on to him? DJ. Was it DJ? Mm -hmm. DJ had him in a choke, his ankle in a chokehold, if that's a thing, and uh, and waited on the Calvary to come after him. Yeah, he was not getting out of there as uh, DJ Burst put the clamps on him. And there, that's going to be the end of the the first quarter here as Maryville. Uh, started a little bit slow, but was able to put some points on the board. Yeah, 7 nothing will be your score at the end of one. Maribel with the lead on the Denzo scoreboard. But let's take a El Himidor timeout right here, and we will come back for second quarter action right here. Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. Come on! And welcome back to Fulton High School where your Red Rebels lead the Fulton Falcons 7-0 as we enter the second quarter of play. Jude Ellison alongside myself, Wayne Kaiser, on the call here on WGAP. But Fulton wasting no time. Tommy Sweat takes the snap, delivers over to a wide-open Roberson, and it is in and out of the hands of the intended receiver. Man, if he catches that football, Jude, he's still running. Boy, that was the most open they've been all game and uh, just couldn't couldn't capitalize on that. I thought that was going to be a big break going for Fulton as he really had one or two men to beat after catching that ball in stride. And, uh, just the throw is a little bit off target, and uh, that's what we've seen these past few days. Yeah, I think they've they've had some success there early. If you look at first quarter stats, Maryville with 85 yards of offense. Uh, the the Fulton Falcons held to 41 yards on 12 plays. But Sweat wasting no time again trying to throw the football, and uh, the closest receiver there was uh, Travis Reeder. <laughs> yeah, Reeder almost made a great play on that ball, and uh, – like I said earlier, just Sweat has not been able to uh, connect with his wide receivers here lately, and they've just had a lot of success with the running game. And that brings up fourth down here. It looks like they're going to bring out the punting unit once more. Well, and I think, honestly, that they had no success. looks like throwing left or right, they have some success getting out in the flat. But downfield throwing seems to be a bugaboo uh, for these Fulton Falcons. So they bring, looks like, number four, Jaden Jenkins, back out in pump formation. He's had a lot of work early. He's going to be standing on his own 47-yard line. He's going to get the kick away nearly blocked, uh, but it is going to be fair caught once again at the 16-yard line. I'm not I'm not really keen on the, the fair catch. What, what do you think is driving that, that decision, Jude? Do you think it's just pursuit from Fulton? I'm not sure. I, di- I didn't catch how, how, how good Fulton pursued, but I think Merrill was kind of selling out to go after that pump block. It's Lou Birchfield almost got his hand on that ball. You know, I think they're just saying, uh, just fair catches, we're going to send the dogs after this ball. Well, and I, I, I don't disagree with that side of it either. Look at Tommy Sweat out there on defense. Wow, doing it all. 
A little Swiss Army knife for the Fulton Falcons. 11.45 to go here in the first half of play. Maryville still leads 7-0. Offense back out on the field. First down is going to be Mr. McGill. He's going to go off left tackle. Hmm. He's going to keep the legs churning, and he is going to be still. He is going to be knocked basically out of bounds at about, I'm going to say, the 30-yard line. And uh, I'm going to say he was stopped at about the 22, and the rest of it was all leg churning. Yeah, I think uh, all these Fulton players kind of turned away thinking McGill was wrapped up as he had about three or four guys on him, but he just kept the legs churning and was able to pick up a big first down and never really went down, was just kind of pushed out of bounds. Absolutely. Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Well, it worked on first down. Let's do it again on second. He's going to go off right tackle and uh, not the same level of success. He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, maybe. Yeah, and number 52, uh, Seth Vaughn. We've called his name out a few times before. He's a, he's a beast over there on the defensive line, and he was able to wrap him up and stop McGill from getting hardly any yards on that play. Yeah, I, I think it was really they, – they do a really good job of adjusting and seeing what, what we're doing and kind of making that move. So, yeah, uh, that play did not function well. Uh, brings up second and ten, uh, no gain on the, the next first down play. Under 11 to go here in the first half. They're going to run two receivers to the left, two to the right. Looks like Noah Vaughn uh, going to go in motion. They're going to look to deliver in the flat. One guy to beat. He gets to the 30 and gets to the 35 and is rushed out of bounds at the uh, the 36-yard line, ushered out by a host of Falcons. You know, who was in on the tackle was Tommy Sweat. He's really getting a lot of playing. And uh, great job by Noah to shred off the first uh, tackler about at the – line of scrimmage and was able to just keep plowing and pick up a big uh, big yardage here. It sets up third down and short. Yeah, and, and you know what? Uh, I give, give some credit to Noah Vaughn. He had one guy to beat and really had the angle, and uh, he gets it done. Yeah, I like the top end. Markel Fortenberry has nobody on him. They run someone over. Yeah. They get Chenault out there on him. I still like the the uh, the mismatch there. As they give it to Parker McGill, and he pushes ahead forward, gets across the 40-yard line up to the 41 as he's dropped uh, after a big pickup, enough for another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, just a great play by McGill to just keep his legs turning. He had about uh, three or four Falcons on him and uh, was able to pick up the big first down there for Maryville as they're still driving. I want to give a shout-out to Whirlpool listening to the streaming from North Carolina. He graduated from Maryville High School in 1973. He's been listening on Mixler and commenting. So, again, thanks for listening and always appreciate the, uh, the support. So, again, thanks to, for listening from North Carolina Whirlpool. North Kakalaki. North Kakalaki. Uh, 10.35 to go here in the first half of play. 7 to nothing, the Rebels. And uh, looks like, yeah, need to, need to reset and see what we get going. Looks like we're going to check in number 74 uh, for, for the Rebels. And that's going to be Sal Chito. Mm-hmm. And he's going to check in. And looks like Noah Vaughn's going to check out. Mm-hmm. Trying to get this thing in and get this thing uh, Yeah, I think rolling. we're having uh, trouble with the play clock here. The play clock operator has uh, got some of the officials as well as the Fulton head coach uh, surrounding him. I've always heard wiggle the wire. That's what works for me. But anyway, they're, they're going to work on this, and, and we're going to see what happens. But, but Maribel's out there kind of talking this thing out. Looks like the, the big hitters out there, uh, you see Daigle, you see Fortenberry, uh, of course, Parker McGill, I don't think he gets many plays off. And then Carson Jones is looking to the sideline, communicating via signal uh, to Coach Derek Hunt. They're working. Yeah, it seems like they're just kind of standing around talking. This Maryville team is. As Markel just gave uh, gave Carson a high five, maybe some words of encouragement. Is they're really uh, 
really struggling to try and get this play clock set. Well, we're going to give our, fa- our, our sponsors words of encouragement, Jude. This, you're listening. If you're listening here to Rebel Radio or if you listened last night to Alcoa and, and Northview Academy, you're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maribel Game of the Week. Uh, again, sponsors of Rebel Radio, Stevenson Tire, West Chevrolet, the right spot in Alcoa. If you haven't been, you should be. You'll, glad, you'll be glad you did. They have great hamburgers, great fish sandwiches, great BLTs. Uh, great Philly cheesesteak wraps, and I'm just naming things that I've eaten. And, mm-hmm. and again, all great pieces uh, to be had and to be enjoyed at the right spot in Alcoa off Wright Road. Uh, Volunteer Home Mortgage, Lee Franks and Volunteer Home Mortgage. Uh, Whitlock & Company PC, uh, the halftime show sponsor. Uh, Bob Ramsey, State Representative, District 20. Uh, he is the pre- and post-game show sponsor. Again, paid for by the committee to re-elect Bob Ramsey. Looks like they're actually sending the team's to the sidelines because this is going to be a little bit bigger issue uh, than we look to have. Dwight Price of Realty Executives will give you your first downs. Denzo will give you your scoreboard updates. El Hemador will give you timeouts. Common Sense Pest Control is your red zone sponsor. Everting Orthodontics is your touchdown sponsor. We have one of those on the board here tonight. And then the Grind WKBL's morning show is your player of the game sponsor. Rebel Radio Player of the Game brought to you by the Grind on Sports Com. But as they are on the sidelines talking it over, trying to get the play clock right, it looks like they've even brought the athletic director down there. That means it's time for a El Himidor timeout. Let's take one with them. Uh, you're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. I don't know if it's thunder or if it's lightning, but I hope we've gotten the play clock fixed. But Jude Ellison alongside uh, myself, Wayne Kaiser, as we call it out, uh, Rebel Radio WGAP, 10-15 to go here in the second quarter of play, and we're still uh, hoping uh, to get a play clock working. Jude, uh, what, do, what do you see here as, as the second series really uh, has taken off uh, for the Rebels? Uh, they're, they're, they've got a first and ten upcoming, and now they're to the sideline. Uh, do you think they dial it up here uh, since they've gotten an opportunity to kind of see what the, the Falcon defense has brought here in this, I guess this is the fourth appearance. Uh, Chris says chuck it. Uh, I think yeah, he, that's what I'm thinking. I think they're they're not respecting Markell as they almost left him wide open on one play, and uh, I just think that they – I think Maribel could take a really big shot here and have it come off successfully as they're really trying to stop the run, I think. Yeah, I don't think you leave Markell open very much. You you can do it once, and uh, and he'll probably make you pay for it. But uh, what do you think about their quarterback being out there on defense? Do you think it's just an all-hands-on-deck athleticism move? I think move? so. I what think when you... we look at this this roster, it's definitely small compared to Maribel's. They don't, they don't have the kind of depth, and a lot of these teams are having to play Ironman football against Maribel. I'm not sure if they've got it right or if somebody's going to keep it on hand, but nonetheless, we've got the game uh, back moving. So it's got an injury. Injured QB at safety, make him run. I like the call. Looks like they've got it moving. Clock moving down to 16-15. 
I'm missing it. <laughs> Sorry. Carson Jones in at shotgun. He's going to take the snap. Going to give it to Mr. McGill. We're going to go straight ahead forward and behind a huge push by that offensive line. Uh, he's going to get across the 45 up to the 46-yard line. Yeah, just a great play there for Maryville. Got a lot of push. Okay, and that's was what able I to pick up a lot of a uh, lot of yardage there. What about as, uh, as what about the orange moon there, yeah. Jude? Maybe showing a little. Maybe got some checkerboards going on on the moon. Maybe got a little Tennessee love up there <laughs> on the moon. Harvest moon, as as Ken Main calls it. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. It, it was is. A, it really is. What yeah. was it yeah, last night? It was another, and then tonight was the harvest moon. I think Carson Jones takes the snap, gets it to Parker again. He's going to run it until they stop him. He's going to get up to the forty-nine yard line. That's going to bring up third and about two. Third and two upcoming, and uh, and I think they're just they're just pounding it away. They're really pushing the uh, the dynamic of of running the football and really uh, get it going. As uh, as Chris Hips, mm-hmm. a North Carolina native. Well, is rocking the big orange here in the press box. Great to see. As a uh, big third down and one here, as the fans are starting to shake just a little bit, the uh, the Salvation Army bell is ringing. So let's see if we can step up and make a play here. <laughs> oh wow! One receiver is all that's out there to the left side. I think it's a token keep, and Parker's going to keep it, and he's going to get across the line again, and he will have another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, down to the forty-eight yard line of Fulton. And they set up shop in Falcon territory on their next possession. Yeah, great play by McGill to pick up that first down. And uh, a lot of blockers came in there from Maryville as they kind of ran a few guys over at the last second and was able to open up that hole uh, just big enough for Parker to pick up the first down. Yeah, under eight to play here, 841 to be exact. And uh, the Rebels set up shop inside Falcon territory going left to right here on Bob Blackfield. Carson Jones takes the shotgun snap, gives it to Parker McGill, and a head of steam is an understatement as he crosses the 45-yard line, and, uh, and and that's where he'll come to rest after a pickup of about three on first down. But he hit the line of scrimmage hard. Yeah, just a great great power run there for uh, McGill as Marable brings in DJ and Markell to the same side of the field. You might see him try something there. I think you chuck it right here as they they're running Chenault left to right. They're really getting number three who's having to cover Markell all night. Uh, yeah, I think they shrink this thing down. But Daigle and, and Markell on the right side, and looks like I think you've got Jackson Phillips, and it's going to be a great play. And here goes Daigle. Daigle is running down the sideline, gets inside the 10. It's Carson oh, Jones. Carson Jones, he kept it. Yeah, just faked everyone there. Sorry, he faked me. Yeah, brought the extra defender out there to cover Markell, ran to the opposite side of the field, faked the pitch to McGill, which everyone bit and just kept plowing and just really had one man to beat there and uh, was wrangled down on the seven. Yeah, he just continues to run 38 yards on the pickup, on the keeper for Carson Jones. Again, Carson knows when to pull the trigger, and he sure did there. Another Dwight Price of Realty Executives inside the Common Sense Pest Control Red Zone. Yeah, and the uh, the the, uh, the coaches really know when to call Carson's number, and he, he takes advantage of it every time. D.J. Burks, Markel Fortenberry on the right side of the formation. Watch that play. Carson Jones is going to deliver in the flat, and it's going to be to Noah Vaughn. 3-2-1. Touchdown, Rebels. Great play. Great play. Great series of events there for Maribel after the uh, the stoppage. You almost wonder if they had that kind of dialed up, that kind of back of the head. It's great play to Noah. No one touched him as he walked into the end zone for a score. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think when you saw DJ and Markell on one side, you had to you had to respect that. So it really opened the other side for the backdoor speedster uh, to to get Noah Vaughn in the end zone. But the Denzo scoreboard has just changed, and Corbin Price lines it up for the extra point. The kick is up, and the kick goes into the Fulton band. But the Denzo scoreboard now reads: Your Red Rebels fourteen. The homestanding Fulton Falcons zero. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at EvertingOrtho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. And welcome back to Fulton High School, where your Red Rebels have just demanded another score, 14 to nothing. The score now on the Denzo scoreboard. And, uh, Jude, I was looking at the stats with Mr. Ken Main. The Rebels have held Fulton to zero yards so far here in the second quarter of play. Uh, that's, a, that's, a to, that's a dominant level of defense for the Rebels. Yeah, uh has really toned, uh, found some strings and been able to contain them in the outside as this kick goes into the Falcons' end zone. Yeah, Charles Trenum just uh, really, really boomed that one, and that was a good kick. A lot of, a lot of, uh, I guess, pep coming with this Rebels team as they're they're finding their groove, and uh, yeah, puts them through the end zone, and it will set up a first and ten from their own twenty yard line for the Falcons. Yeah, just a great play there for Maribel. Definitely the momentum. Uh, Fulton used to run out there. They're kind of walking a little bit slowly uh, to get out to the set up here as uh, definitely the momentum has switched away from Fulton. Well, I think you see a lot of these same guys running on defense. So, yeah, the, the, the long routes and different things are really wearing this team down, and, uh, and it's early in this football game. And as they, they've done it again, they've had to take a timeout on first wow. down. Very tough. But if they're going to take one, let's take one with them. And El Himidor, timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM and streaming at WGAPradio.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And the Rebels look to keep the fire on defense as they have shut down the Falcons here in the second quarter. Bob Blackfield plays host to the Rebels and the Falcons. And they set up shop first and 10 here on their own 20-yard line. They get it out in the flat to Renault, and he rushes wow. uh, the, the field and really gets a, a nice gainer there. It's going to pick up about 22 on the play, and he's going to get up to their own uh, 42-yard line before he's brought down by a, uh, a host of Rebels. Yeah, they just kind of threw it up to him, and he was able to uh, 
just get it down. It's Lou just barely, barely didn't uh, get the interception there as it went right through his hands. He just tried to make a play, but not tall enough. Yeah, if he had if he had two more inches tipped up, and who who knows what could have happened. But Tommy Sweat wasting no time now getting up to the line of scrimmage. Takes the shotgun snap, gets it to Renault. He's going to go left side, and a lot of green to be had. Uh, one man to beat, and, and they get him. Uh, Nick Tagle brings him down, but Renault, a full head of steam. Uh, really, really running the rock hard right now. Yeah, this Arnold kid is just able to gash. Maribel is, uh, they're not really getting to the edge. Maribel isn't, and uh, Renault is just uh, just flaming him. He's a real speedster. I'll tell you this. They had zero yards uh, through through the first about five minutes of this quarter. In the last two plays, they've rushed for 46. So got to get a handle on what they've found. Tommy Sweat is going to stay in the shotgun. Renault to his, to his right hip pocket. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. They're going to keep giving it to Renault. He goes around that left side, and he is going to get some gain, but not what he has the last two outings. Uh, he's going to get inside the 30-yard line down to the 29, and it's going to be a five-yard pickup there on first down. Yeah, good pickup there for Maryville, or excuse me, for Fulton, as uh, Renault just really been able to uh, to plow through this Maryville defense, and uh, they haven't had much of an answer for him here as. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to go until we stop them, to be honest with you. They got trips to the right. Sweat honestly thinks about keeping it, and then he's going to hand it off. And that delay mm-hmm. allowed the Rebel defense to kind of corral him up, and they're going to drop him for a, a two-yard loss minimum, and he's going to be down yeah. at the 31-yard line. Yeah, Jason was able to get outside and make that play. Manneker was, and uh really good job of these last two plays of kind of holding uh, holding Renault, uh, or Chenault, I should say, to not getting much yardage and setting a big third down and five here. Third down, five to go. Ball on the 30-yard line again. I think this is a place where the Falcons have to go for two. Again, Sweat takes the shotgun snap, looks to float it, mm. and it is it is tipped at the line of scrimmage by Jason Maneker and uh, nearly uh, in harm's way for the Falcons, but falls incomplete. It's going to bring up fourth and five. Decision upcoming. I think the Falcons, there's only one call to make. Mm-hmm. Keep your offense out there. Yeah, down by 14, you're starting to drive just a little bit. I think you try and get the ball into Chenault's hands. I think you, uh, he's been your playmaker. He's been your horse. I think you try and ride him. want to give a little shout-out to Daryl R., who's listening from St. Augustine, Florida. He said he's on vacation but didn't want to miss those Rebels. So, again, appreciate you listening and hope we are painting a picture of what's going on here at Fulton High School. But as, as we say that, uh, they paint a picture of a timeout, Fulton Falcons, as they're going to think this one over and see if they're going to go for it on fourth. But as they take one, let's take an El Himidor timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. 
And just like that, the Fulton Falcons had achieved a first down, but there's laundry on the field. Uh, fourth and five was connected on, and again, well beyond the sticks, but uh, Laundry says this one may be coming back. And as he marks it off from the previous line of scrimmage, that, that will be the signal. Uh, it will set mm. down and rest at the 44-yard line, and the, I think the, uh, the dynamic changes. I think the punt unit comes out at this point. And they do, and uh, just a costly error there for Fulton. They really had the... They had a receiver open, and they capitalized and made the play to him, but uh, that holding penalty was very costly for them, and that's going to bring them back to fourth down and long. I think Chris brings up a really good point. You don't hold him right here. He probably gets sacked, and it's a turnover. So, yeah, he's going to kick that one away, and we're going to get it on the bounce there as Daigle's going to take it at about the 24-yard line, try to spin around and get more room, and the Falcons capitalize on that. But it's going to be uh, first and 10 to go uh, for the Red Rebels. Ball on their own. 23-yard line going left to right here at Bob Black. Yeah, just a, a good play by Daigle. You were wondering when he was going to not fair catch it, and there you go, and he was just able to get to the outside, just un, unable to get a lot of positive yardage. Well, and you know it's weird because it's probably – weird's not the, the best look at it, but uh, I think he doesn't get a lot of air on that punt, but they get down there to cover. Mm-hmm. I think they do a pretty good job. Carson Jones is going to have trips to the right. He's going to take a three-step drop, look to unload it, and he's going to get it out in a flat to Mr. Noah Vaughn, and he's got some room. That's Daigle. Oh, that's Daigle. Yeah. Sorry. Daigle a little pick, farther away, I guess. Yeah, I, Daigle picked up the ball just uh, just running, and uh, he was running so fast you thought he was Noah Vaughn. You know, he just able to I will say catch that. it in stride and was able just to, to turn up field and get a bunch of yards on that play. Noah's got a little length on Daigle, but I swear Daigle was moving right along. 18 yards on the pickup. First and 10, that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And, uh, again, they're going to have a little stack set, two to the left, two to the right, and they're going to look to run off of this one. No play action. They're going to get it out in the flat to D.J. Burks, and he's got a lot, one man to beat. He's got to get across the 45, across the 40. He's running inside the 35, and he's going to be drugged down at about the 31-yard line. D.J. Burks, man, he just never was going to give up. Just what a great play call there for Maribel to to fake the uh, fake the inside pass and had everyone going, but it looks like it's going to be a penalty on Maribel. And that's going to be costly as that was a giant game for DJ. Well, I'd like to see what what happened. I think they're going to say uh, Coach White is going to make the, the case that the ball was thrown behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, an eligible man downfield is the call, and they're going to bring this one all the way back. Let's see what, what shakes out. Looks like Coach Hunt is, is paying uh, a little visit and, and wanting to plead the case, but it uh, looks like they're going to make the call nonetheless. No, they're waving it off. So here we go. Wow. And we go back, and DJ all of a sudden recovers hmm. his game. I'm, D- I'm sure DJ is very glad that <laughs> because that was a big sap booster, that run. It's magic. All of a sudden it's back. Yeah, he still lost three yards somehow. We haven't figured that out. Yeah. Maybe it's taxes. I'm not sure. But, <laughs> but three yards is what they're going to cost us here. But uh, first and ten, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And after some mix-up, uh, we're back at it. Carson Jones in the traditional shotgun. Parker McGill to his right hip pocket. And they're going to move one across the formation. Parker McGill gets it and gets ahead forward. And they're going to drop him for no gain. It was like he had a hole, mm-hmm. and immediately it closed. Yeah, he uh... – he was able to do, but number 56 for Fulton made a great play to to, to wrap him down. As uh, I thought, he had a lot more running room than he actually did. As he 
46ers kind of appeared out of the darkness and was able to wrap him up. Second and 10 upcoming. Four minutes, two seconds to go here in the second quarter. And, uh, yeah, I like this matchup as well. Markel Fortenberry, I think you give him a, you give him a look here. Carson's going to take the snap, and they're going to know they're going to give it to Parker McGill. He's going to go straight ahead forward, get across the 30-yard line, and down to the 29, uh, where he'll pick up five yards on second down. And, uh, yeah, I think this is a this is a point that uh, I think Jude's trying to bring up. I think he's, they're lulling mm-hmm. uh, the Falcons to sleep. I think run, yeah. run, run, and open yourself up for a nice dump off across the middle. Let's see if this happens right here. Yeah, they've got a 5'8 corner on Markell. Markell's just a touch yeah. taller. But, yeah, it looks like Carson's going to call his own number again. He's going to look and drive. He gets across the 25 and wants to fall ahead forward for the first down, but I think they're going to stop his forward progress at the 25-yard line. That's going to be one yard short. It's going to bring up fourth and one. And I don't think you have to make much decision here. Yeah, I think Rhino package indeed. Here comes Lou Birchfield. Uh, here, there's Parker McGill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harper's out there. Hagen's out there. I love Keyshawn Harper. He, he's he's the he's the best looking 27 I've seen out there. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn definitely has a lot of swagger surrounding him, and uh, that's a big group out there. Very hard to stop as they're going to do the wildcat reception here. Parker standing at his own 30. He's going to get it and go off left side, and he's got a lot of room to go. He's going to get inside the 20, down to near the 14-yard line. That's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. The Falcons knew what was coming, but couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, it looks like a Falcons player is going to get cramped up here as uh, I don't catch the number on that one. I believe it's 30-something, but he's going to be – Going to get a little cramp on the plate. Trainers are going to get out there with him, and that stops some airable momentum. I'm trying to see. It looks like maybe Jackson. 36, Gustavo, or 35, Kashawn Banks, I believe. It's uh, kind of hard as he's kind of laying in a position where we can't really see the number that well. Yeah, it looks like the trainer's out there and trying to stretch him out, but he's in pretty good pain here uh, sitting on the 20 on the Maryville side of Bob Blackfield here. Uh, as he's getting stretched out, let's stretch out another El Himidor timeout. Uh, you're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be back uh, with more Rebel football. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. When I tell you, that Rhino package, Jude, I, I'm not sure he didn't drop it like it was hot. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a, a nice run play. Like I said, Fulton knew what was going on. And, uh, and and couldn't do anything about it. But it is first down Red Rebels as they set up shop inside the Common Sense Pest Control Red Zone and looking to add to their 14-point lead. Here, 2.25 to go in the second quarter, and Carson Jones moves Jackson Phillips across the formation. They're going to give it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to go straight ahead forward. That's Noah-style running, and he's going to get inside the, the 12-yard line down to the 11 that's going to be a pickup of four on first down. Brings up second and six nearing the 10-yard line. Yeah, he just runs. 
he's not going to juke and drive you like Parker is. He's just going to kind of use his speed to just walk right by and uh, able to pick up four, probably three or four after contact there. Yeah, and I think Parker and Noah, they're, they're the quintessential Thunder and Lightning package. You have Parker that it's going to hurt every time you hit him. But Noah, it's just going to hurt because you don't know what hits you. And here they go again. They're going to give it to Parker. He's going to take one cut, get up field, and he's going to be down near the five-yard line, near another first down. But I think he's going to be just a touch shy. I think he picks up five on second down. I think it's going to bring up third and one. And great forward there by Parker. Just kind of keep his feet moving, just kind of tap, 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 move out to the left and able to find the find that hole and just able to bust through for a, a short pickup. A little tomfoolery there. Mm-hmm. Oh, little option here to go. Third and one to go. I think you got two options to take it. And Carson Jones has DJ Burks, Markell over to the right, and looks like Daigle to the left. Parker McGill in the backfield. They're going to go with him. No, Carson's going to flip it out in the flat, and I think Daigle uh, just overran a little bit, and it was behind him. Tried to make a circus catch, but it falls incomplete. Brings up fourth and one. Yeah, what do you, I think, what do you Daigle, think? I don't know. I mean, I think I think you. Uh, Rhino. You give Rhino another shot here. And, uh, I mean, Fulton hasn't been able to stop him all game. And then uh, with only a few minutes, or excuse me, just one minute left, uh, Fulton probably can't drive the holding through this field here. So you're kind of backing them in there here. Yeah, I think with a two-score lead, the two options are Fulton has to go the length of the field in under a minute. And this next option, which hopefully is the one, as he gets the first down and looks for the end zone, and it is touchdown, Rebels. Sorry, we about missed that one, dude. Parker McGill, we were... We were kind of talking about the time there, and he got the snap and just was able to get out to the left side and uh, kind of had one arm on the di- on the guy, one arm securing the ball, and was able to just get onto that to the end zone there on that left pylon. Was he doing the Heisman? Is that what <laughs> a little bit, yeah. At? But uh, I tell you, he got to the left side, and it was just it was a, a physical battle, and I like my chances when it's Parker McGill versus about anybody. But as as Corbin Price looks to tee it up at the ten yard line, high snap, but kick is up. And kick is doing your new score on the Denzo scoreboard at, with 58 clicks to go here in the first half. Your Red Rebels, 21. The, the homestanding Fulton Falcons, zero. We'll be back in just a minute. The second half is almost over. Oh. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. And welcome back to Fulton Falcon uh, Field here as we see the Red Rebels add to that lead. 21 to nothing on the Parker McGill touchdown. And invincible is not what Parker was on that play. He ran through a couple of Falcons as the Falcons takes the kick and they look to try to make something of it here in the first half. Chenault uh, with the, the, the return and he's going to juke and jive. And it's going to end up at the 22-yard line of the Falcons going right to left here on Bob Black Field. Yeah, that wasn't a very quick 23 yards either. He was kind of slowly just getting around folks and uh, not, not, not typical of Chenault, who is a very big speedster and just able to get to the edge quickly. 
the last drive for the Red Rebels, 10 plays, 77 yards, 4 minutes, 27 seconds off the clock. That is, uh, that is uh, I don't know, that's Cookie Monster level chewing <laughs> up the clock. The Cookie Monster. You like that, didn't you? But as, uh, as, as Tommy Sweat is, is going to be at the quarterback position, he's going to take the shotgun snap and look to chuck it. He gets it across the middle, Ooh. and he, I think he's going to scoop that up. No, that ball bounced. That ball bounced. He gave it a good effort. He did, yeah. That's gonna be incomplete. I don't think so. We'll see what happens. 43 ticks to go. Maryville has all their timeouts. Do, do they use them? Do they try to get some opportunity? I'd say why not, yeah. Why not put some more scores in the game to kind of get that running clock hanging into the third quarter? Again, Tommy Sweat. I think they're trying to get this thing in chunks, and that defense for the Red Rebels just don't like to give that up. Tommy Sweat shotgun snap is taken. He three-step drops, looks to roll the pocket to the right, and he's just going to throw it to the Maryville bench. Uh, again, maybe the front row of the student section mm-hmm. had a better chance at that one. Yeah, and that's going to bring up, again, with 30 seconds left, you're wondering if you're Maryville. I mean, you definitely have a shot with the uh, kind of lackluster punting that Fulton's had. You definitely have a shot to score here. I'd, I'd send the house, I'll be honest with you. 37 and a half seconds to go. 21 to nothing is your score uh, with the Rebels in commanding lead. And, uh, and, again, maybe looking for some more. But a little shout-out to the Maryville High School student section over there. They're in the whiteout, too. Mm-hmm. The football team wears yeah. the stormtroopers in the student section. A little stormtrooper action. Jude did not meet the criteria. Mm-hmm. He was not wearing a white I've shirt. I've got white top, but I don't have white bottom. A low snap for, for Sweat. He's going to get it to Chenault, and Chenault's going to make the most of it. He's going to get across the 30-yard line, evade one tackle, and then need a host of Rebels to bring him down. Ball comes out at the end, but I think down uh, down by contact. But, yeah, Maryville's going to call a timeout. 27 and a half seconds to go. Oh, it looks like they're going to wave it off. I don't think they're going to. I, don't I, know. Didn't, yeah, I, was like, I think Coach Hunt didn't realize that they, did, that they in fact, picked up a first down. Yeah. And then Sweat's going to get right back at it. He's going to take the shotgun snap, look to throw it. Nowhere to go with it. Rolls the pocket to the left and then just throws it into the Fulton, Fulton sideline. 13.7 seconds to go here in the first half. Again, 21 to nothing, and Fulton clinging to an opportunity uh, to get on the board here in the first half. Yeah, Fulton is uh, is definitely struggling here, uh, trying Good to move plays, the ball. Man. Yeah, these last few plays just have not really been very fruitful for them. Well, and I think it's it's one of those deals. Their, their front has been able to hold up enough to get to get Chenault through the offensive mm-hmm. line, but the problem is sustained blocking just isn't a thing that's going to hold up against this Rebel defense. They're bringing the heat. Sweat stands on his own 29-yard line, three-step drop, looks to throw it across the middle, in and out of the hands of number 20 uh, for the Falcons. That's DeRondre Peebles, and it will set up third and 10 to go, ball on their own 34-yard line. Nine seconds is all that go- that's remaining. Do they actually get two plays, Jude, or do you think this is the last play? Uh, I think if they put the ball in the air again, but I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they just kind of hand the ball off here and try and, uh, try and let this clock run down. Yeah, I think they've done everything. Uh, they've they've got more plays off in, in the time that they were given than I would have probably uh, accounted for. But uh, uh, the Falcons, nonetheless, probably their last shot of the first half. Again, Sweat's going to take it. I thought he was going to knee it. He hands it to number five as he gets around the right end and tries to kick it wide. Not probably the smartest move against the Rebels. And D.J. Burks and company on a big-time tackle that will bring this first half to an end. At the end of the second quarter... From Bob Blackfield here at Fulton High School, your Red Rebels lead the homestanding Falcons 21 to nothing. We're going to take a break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we're going to have the 
uh, the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interests of Blount County and Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over a hundred employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at Let me start by saying thank you to the listeners of Blunt County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of WKVL's early morning show, The Grind, if you like real talk about real sports and you kind of like hearing it from a familiar voice, give us a try. Catch us live each and every weekday morning, 6 to 7 a.m. and each and every afternoon, 2 to 3 p.m. That's when it hits the radio dial. But if those times just don't work for you, check us out online thegrindonsports.com. Again, that's thegrindonsports.com. You can listen anytime on your time. Archive shows available 24-7, 365. Thanks again, and I hope you enjoy. But until then, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. In Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. 
That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. And welcome in to the, the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. You're listening to Rebel Radio right here on 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Joined in now in the Halftime Show by Mr. Chris Hips, as he has been behind the mic uh, for, for the first half, giving us notes, get, catching us numbers, and, uh, and giving us kind of keys to the game uh, all throughout the first half. He jumps back on the mic, Chris. Uh, what a, a little bit of a... Uh, back and forth, a little bit of a battle here in the first half, but uh, nonetheless, a 21-point lead for the Rebels going in after two quarters. Yeah, I mean, we knew Fulton was going to come out with their best shot. I mean, you're going up against the number one team in the state in Maribel, and you're going to have that bullseye on your back. But, you know, some of the uncharacteristic things here by Maribel, um, you know, over overplaying on defense right now. You don't really hear that much often on defense of Maribel, uh not doing good at gap control, but right now they're kind of giving up some big runs. But luckily, the bend don't break defense that they've been applying all year long hasn't you know give up any points yet. Yeah, and I think Fulton's offensive line has done a decent job of kind of holding blocks. And and what happens is you've got to commit at some point. And I think Maryville's defense is really kind of crushing down a little bit, and that opens up that yeah. outside run lane for for Chenault. But you made a really good point as we look at the the stats again provided by Ken Main. He does a great job each and every week up-to-the-minute stats, but also prints these things out for us each and every quarter, appreciative of him each and every week. But the scoreboard reached 21 to nothing in favor of the Red Rebels, 12 first downs for the Rebels, 6 for the, for the, the homestanding Falcons, rush yards, 23 carries, 125 yards for Maryville, 10 carries, 78 yards uh, for the Fulton Falcons, 76 of those coming from one fella. But uh, passing yards, 121 for the Rebels, 23 for the homestanding Falcons. Total plays, 34 for Maryville for 246 yards, 25 plays for 101 yards for the homestanding Fulton Falcons. Uh, if you look at that stat alone, uh, they're doing uh, way better than they did a year ago, uh, but I will say the scoreboard read a touch different uh, a year ago. But if you look at individual stats, Parker McGill uh, leads the rushing category, 17 carries, 74 yards, and a touchdown. And then Carson Jones, four for 51 yards, four carries, 51 yards. That big rip that got him down into scoring position there in the second quarter. Uh, in the, the rushing category for Fulton, uh, Davion Chenault, seven carries, 76 yards, a 24-yard long. He's averaging nearly 11 yards per touch. And Tommy Sweat, one carry for four yards. So really, Chenault is, is their rushing attack, is their team, basically, uh, as he has 70-plus uh, percent of their their offense but in the in the receiving category Markel Fortenberry two catches 53 yards and a touchdown one of those the big 40 yard bomb uh, Noah Vaughn four catches 26 yards and a touchdown DJ Burks one for 25 uh, about 18 of those yards all DJ and, and then uh, Nick Daigle one catch uh, for 18 yards uh, receiving for the Falcons Rashawn Jackson one catch 22 yards Marcellus Jackson uh, one catch for four yards uh, those are the positive yardage guys uh, on this football team. But uh, 
you know, you kind of you kind of made made the point uh, the defense is 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 kind of losing some gap control. Is that a key point here at the halftime for the coaches and and how they're going to develop in the second half? Yeah, I mean, we we've known Maribel every week the last couple of weeks, uh, especially at halftime. The adjustments seem to be made. Uh, I would say they're going to have the linebackers sit more on the outside, especially for that cutback uh, counter run that Mr. Chenault's been having a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of uh, good runs on. So, so what do you do to attack that? I mean, I, I think, you know, Chenault, the, the delayed handoff is, is a different dynamic. They deliver it to the flat to him some. Uh, honestly, they're, they're, they're calling those rushes, but a lot of them are little screen passes in the backfield. Uh, but uh, I think, uh, you know, it's really just about keying on him. I, I don't know that you spy a running back, but, I mean, it's kind of one of those things you know he's the, he's the bread and butter of this offense. Uh, so I don't know if you just don't man somebody up and say he doesn't score. I would say Lou Birchfield and probably Maneker. I mean, they're the two edges right now. Well, and they go that lateral. Yeah. They have really good get yeah, lateral just, quickness. Just sit out there on the edge. I mean, like you said, you know, uh, Tommy Sweat's only got what, five completions for 23 yards. Basically that one that just out of uh, Lou's fingertips, almost interception, turned for a 22-yard, you know, reception. I mean, minus that one play, they have no passing game. Just trying to make it one-dimensional right now and then – once you do that, you can basically shut the run down. Yeah, and I think you shut this run down, and then they're going to have to throw the football. And then you've already seen some tip balls from the defense. I think that puts it in the hands of, of Maryville to be able to possibly uh, manufacture some points on the other side of the ball. So uh, I'm looking forward to what the adjustments are and how they come out. But as Fulton's band is on the field at halftime doing a really good job uh, in the cold weather doing their halftime show, uh, we will uh, we will take a break. Uh, listen to these fine sponsors. You're listening to the Whitlock and Company PC halftime show right here on Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPRadio.com. We'll be right back. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Back to the old to-do list again. Let's see. Climb Mount Lacan? Done. Snorkeling with the dolphins off the coast of Florida? Done. Barreling over Niagara Falls? <laughs> nah, too risky. How about rediscovering Cades Cove in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park? Hmm. Easily drive or hike to view the scenic mountain beauty and wildlife. I'm downloading the Cades Cove app at cadescoveapp.com today. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 389 7412 
Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days. Plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit denzocareers.com slash production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. Let me start by saying thank you to the listeners of Blount County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of WKVL's early morning show, The Grind, if you like real talk about real sports and you kind of like hearing it from a familiar voice, give us a try. Catch us live each and every weekday morning, 6 to 7 a.m. and each and every afternoon, 2 to 3 p.m. That's when it hits the radio dial. But if those times just don't work for you, check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. Again, that's thegrindonsports.com. You can listen anytime on your time. Archive shows available 24-7-365. Thanks again, and I hope you enjoy. But until then, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Welcome back to Fulton High School. Bob Blackfield, as you're listening to the Whitlock and Company Halftime Show. Uh, again, alongside Chris Hips, as we, we grind it out in, in the halftime, as uh, Jude is tearing up a Fulton <laughs> special hot dog here. French's mustard and, and the whole gamut. A uh, little play-by-play uh, at halftime. <laughs> yeah, Don't forget Ken, the Skittles. Yeah, and Skittles. I feel like that's a Marshawn Lynch special. Yeah. Got the Skittles. But, uh Ken Maine says the hamburger was really good, too. I tell you, they got really good Diet Coke. I'm going to go with that. That's all I've had. I had a, uh, a fast food joint that didn't uh, didn't settle with me too well on the way down here. But uh, with seven and a half minutes uh, to go here in the halftime show, uh, Chris, talk a little bit about some scores around the area. There's, uh, there's other games going on tonight. Again, Alcoa, the only Blunt County school not in action tonight as they really – uh, Wallop Northview Academy last night, 56-8. to eight. Uh, a, a resounding win in conference, which is not unheard of for the Tornadoes. But what is unheard of is, uh, just a little side note, that's the first time a division opponent has scored on the Tornadoes since 2018. That's crazy. You think about it. the defense been that good. I know, right? Go ahead yeah. with some scores, though. What's going yeah, on? Well, uh, for our William Blunt buddies, uh, it's not looking too good right now. Elizabeth ends up 49 to zip on them. The Cyclones, a little, they're, they're, they're defending 4A state champs, and we saw them yeah. as they finished up that state champion run. They're, they're a machine, too. Yeah, they, they really play a, a really high brand of football. That was a great team we saw last year. Um, also, Farragut is up 14-7 to on Science Hill right now at halftime. You know, that's a good Does that shock battle. you? 
It's a good game going on. You know, Science Hill I thought was a, a little bit improved, uh, and Farragut showed some holes that I, I thought Science Hill was going to be able to fill. But looks like they're 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 making the most of it. Yeah. One uh, I know a lot of people in this area are keeping up with is that Carter Morristown West. It's uh, Carter thirty six Morristown West ten. Let's look huh. at it. Bradley Central's up twenty eight thirteen over Cleveland right now in the second quarter. Huh. I wonder. So I, I I don't know how to take that because again I think Maryville had a lot of success against Cleveland, very similar. Uh, but uh, I, I think Tito Boyd has probably got a lot more mileage on him now than he did when he when we saw him. Uh, so I I don't know how to read that. I'll I'll look into the film I guess this week and see how uh, see how they matched up. Yeah, our other uh, Blunt County team Heritage is uh, struggling a little bit with McMinn County. It's forty one to seven going into halftime. McMinn County's five and zero. Oh. They're 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 a very good football team. They've got a huge running back. I mean, I, like I said, Marshawn Lynch. I'm not sure he doesn't look like Marshawn Lynch right now at the high school level. So uh, the only thing we need is that little golf cart for him to go around the football field in. But uh, uh, I'll say this: he's going to be a, he's going to be a load to take care of. And again, uh, he's he's a very nice player, and he's proven that he can do it week in and week out. Yeah, and Sevier County's up 21-14 on Gibbs. Pigeon Forge is up 12 to 10 on Gatlinburg Pittman. Look at the Cofields up 22 over. Or 22-14 on Midway in that big matchup tonight. And well, of course, everybody wants to know the Oakland game, but Oakland's not playing. They got yeah, the they COVID got the win COVID win over Blackman, which I thought was going to be a good game this week. Powell's up 28 to seven on Campbell County. I don't know if what if this surprises me, but West is only up 28 to three on Clinton. That's a team that struggled with. They've had a couple COVID losses. Uh, they've they've uh, had a, a tough go of it, but Knox West has been. Uh, kind of a, a you know get out fast, kind of get get the score on kind of team, and they're only up twenty eight to three at the moment. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Walker Valley's up twenty one zip on Lenore City, and Utawa and Ray County's tied at zero all at halftime. Ray County, uh, I won't I won't tell you a good alumni from Ray County. I'm pretty sure I say that every time <laughs> I hear Ray County, but nonetheless, uh, a lot of good games going on. What's that Utawa score? I saw it just at the bottom there, Mister Ken. Udawa, that is zero zero. Yeah, zero zero. That's crazy. The Owls, I, I like. Uh, I like their place. Uh, when we went there, it's just right off the uh, right off the interstate, and the food was fantastic. I think it was Beef O'Brady's. I don't know of any other Beef O'Brady's, so I'm just giving the one in Udawa some credit. But uh, but it was really good last year. Probably not going to have Beef O'Brady's the next time we go, as as uh, press box uh, food seems to be a thing of the past. <laughs> COVID, right? COVID. But uh, again, wanna wanna as we uh, near the end of the Whitlock and Company PC halftime show, uh, give a little credit to the rest of our sponsors. Again, Whitlock and Company PC. Uh, if you need tax preparation, if you need document preparation, check them out. They've been servicing Blunt County for years and years and years. Uh, great, uh, friendly people there. I mean, they're even friendly when when we're asking for sponsorship. And I, I tell you, if you can be good at that. You're good at everything. And, again, the great people at Whitlock & Company PC, uh, check them out. Again, a local affiliate, and they'll take care of you just like a local would. So check them out, Whitlock & Company PC. They are our halftime sponsor here for Rebel Radio. Twin City Certified in Maryville. That is the Game of the Week sponsorship. That's what you're hearing right now and continue to hear. Stevenson Tire, uh, they're a game day sponsor. West Chevrolet. The right spot now, Cole. We talk about the press box food. They provide food for Rebel Radio each and every week, and uh, uh, Chris is nodding yeah. right now. Uh, they have not let us down yet. So, again, the right spot is a good place to eat, and Alcoa, a great place to eat. 
right off Wright Road there in Alcoa, across from First Baptist Alcoa. Volunteer Home Mortgage, Lee Franks and the great people there, they'll hook you up with Home Mortgage, uh, that, that, that service, and you can check in with them at Volunteer uh, Home Mortgage. Uh, Whitlock and Company PC, we gave them the, the love there for the halftime show. Uh, Bob Ramsey for State Representative District 20. Again, that is paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey. Bob Ramsey, treasurer, Drew just gave him the thumbs up. Uh, so uh, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Denzo, uh, Denzo Manufacturing is the scoreboard sponsor. El Himidor uh, is your timeout sponsor. Common Sense Pest Control, the Red Zone sponsor. Their slogan says, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. I love that little slogan. Everting Orthodontics calls your touchdowns uh, with a minute and 40 to go in the half. They have had three of their, their touchdowns called tonight. And then the grind, WKBL's morning sports show, is your Rebel Radio Player of the Game uh, sponsor. But, uh, Chris, I think let's take one last quick break, uh, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, it's second half action here from Fulton High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. If you own a SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Well, it's finally fall and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. 
El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Moment has not been too big for the Red Rebels as we're back for second half action. About a minute to go as they've extended this halftime clock to let Fulton and the Red Rebels warm up. You see Dunsford down here. He is throwing. I mean, he's thrown about three really nice balls down here. He's uh, he's uh, they're letting Carson Jones throw to him and then he's throwing back uh, across the the field. So uh, Jude Ellison back on the on the call here uh, again, listening here on WGAPRadio.com, 105.9 FM. Or 1400 AM. Appreciate anybody and all that listen to Rebel Radio each and every week. If you're not uh, here at Fulton, or if you are, uh, a lot of Rebel faithful over there on the other side appreciate the support and appreciate listening here uh, from Fulton High School. But Jude, uh, how was the hot dog? How are the Skittles? <laughs> They're good. Yeah, he's wearing out some Skittles right here. Hasn't offered me any, so I just I just want, I too. <laughs> I just want people to know that. But ten seconds tick off. But uh, I give you the uh, best one. He gave me a green one. You like the green ones? That's, That's the best. Favorite. I mean, from the commercials, you're right. But anyway, 12 minutes uh, listed on the third quarter clock, and both teams are to their sidelines and look to get this thing back underway. Jude, what do you, what do you think? Uh, Chris, we talked about you really just need to shut down Mr. Chenault. Uh, he's had 76 yards of their 100-yard their offense of output in the first half. Uh, I think that's got to be a key adjustment here in the second half, but do you see anything else that you just think the Rebels in that first half could have done, uh, could have brought out a little differently, could have done a little different uh, to have some success here in the second mm-hmm. half? Yeah, I think Maribel just made a few mistakes on defense, letting Chenault get to the corners, and I think they're really going to shore that up. I think they were already working on it here of late, and uh, I think they're really going to look to capitalize on that. And uh, definitely I think Maribel just keep out, keep doing the same thing. I think they're going to look to score really quick here to send this thing to a uh, fourth quarter. Yeah, I think uh, I think you know Maryville got the ball first, so Fulton's going to get it here to open the second half. But uh, they're two scores away, two scores away from uh, from a moving clock. Is that a point of emphasis? Do you see the starters staying in until that happens? Oh, for sure, they're definitely going to look to get this thing to a moving clock and head back down uh, down the interstate back into the to, the, to Maryville. We'd go the long way and go Pellissippi Speedway. That's what I call Speedway. it. Speedway. That's what I call That's it. Good. That's good. Looks like they're going to keep Chenault deep. Uh, look to to have the speech to return it. He's the only deep man. He's going to stand at about the one two yard line, uh, right next to the referee, right next to the white hat, and uh, he's going to be looking uh, right to left here on, on Fulton Field, Bob Blackfield that is here at Fulton High School. As number ninety four Charles Trentum looks to tee it up, it's going to be sitting at the forty, and he will kick it away. And it's second half action here from Fulton High School. A uh, high spinning Ooh. end over end. They run into each other. Just lack of communication there for Fair or Fulton, excuse me. Yeah, I think uh, both of them wanted it. Number two uh, for for the Falcons, Rayshon Jackson is the recipient, uh, but he is taken out by his own teammate. Not, mm-hmm. Again, poor communication. They both were looking up in the lights and just lost yeah. the football, and then they they're they're down and and got a long way to go. Mm-hmm. And I thought they had a lot of running room too, but uh, just lack of communication led to a collision there and. Uh, 
Kind of like those airplane pilots got to talk to each other. Yeah, a little air traffic controller maybe. But uh, as Tommy Sweat comes out there in the normal shotgun formation with Chanel in the backfield, they're going to give the delayed handoff. Mm. And number three in the backfield says not today. As Zach Braden. Zach Braden drops Chanel in the backfield. There's an adjustment. A little play by Braden. Yeah, just great adjustment to just kind of come through that line and just really drop him from deep here. As now they're going to start on their own five. Their backs are definitely up against the wall here, Farragut or Fulton is. Yeah, I'm not sure that uh, I'm not sure that even Braden was blocked. I mean, yeah. I really think he just came away free and yeah, dropped him for for about a five yard loss there on first down. Brings up second and fifteen. Ball on the Falcon four yard line, and it is uh, he is standing in his own end zone to take this snap. Tommy Sweat. Uh, to take the snap, and he's going to look to the left side, deliver over in the flat to number 20, and he's going to have to reverse field and try to make something of it. He gets up across the 15, up to the 19-yard line before he is drugged down um, by the, the Rebel defender. Yeah, he was able to make a move and get away from Daigle, but uh, excuse me, Mike Bethia from Maryville, number 55, was able to come across the field and make a great stop. And again, did not pick up the first down. Tommy Sweat's going to try to get it himself. And looks like he's going to fall ahead forward and get that for 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 his home standing Falcons. Gets to the 22 yard line. That's going to be a pickup of three yards on the play. Enough for a first down Falcons, and they have dug out of their own uh, their own goal line. Yeah, just a great great sequence of events here for the Falcons to kind of uh, get some yardage here and get get a get a little bit of breathing room. Again, 10.26 to go here in the third quarter of play. If you're just joining us, two receivers to the right, one to the left for the Falcons. They're going to hand it to Chenault. He's going to go off right side, try to get upfield, and he's going to pick up about a yard on the play. Uh, there's definitely an emphasis on stopping number three here for the Rebel defense. Yeah, just uh, definitely he's he's the big target here for Maryville. Uh You're definitely wanting to stop him because if you stop him, I think you really stop their entire offense. I think most of the offense runs through him. Uh, kind of the play action passes all go through him. So definitely that's a key piece of this Fulton offense that they're really looking to take advantage of. Again, they're going to keep that two receivers to the right, one to the left formation, and Chenault in the backfield with Tommy Sweat. He takes the shotgun snap, rolls back. He's standing inside his own 15, and he's going to peel yeah, back, trying to make something so. happen, and he is sacked. Hagen Webb. What great persistence there by Hagen. He kind of got bumped as he went for the first sack, was able to come back around as number 10, for Fulton had not gotten rid of the ball yet and just stayed with him, was able to sack him for a loss of a lot. Negative 15 on the play. Everything that, that they gained on the, the pass play, back away. Uh, really, I, I think uh, if he had to have that back, would you not get rid of it there? Oh, for sure. I think you got to get rid of the ball quickly. I didn't see where the receivers was. He might have just not been able to, but you can't. You can't run back like that and lose that kind of yardage. Well, I think when you're a right-handed thrower, when you roll left, it's just hard to set up and get rid of it. So maybe that was the point. But uh, Tommy Sweat's got a big hole to dig out of. Third and 23. He's pitching it, pitching it to Chenault, and he's going to try to get wide. Does he? No, sir. He does not get wide, and it will bring up fourth down. Yeah, that was number eight, Cannon Johnson, on with a great play to keep Chenault uh, from getting to that edge and just uh, – Really great play, great sequence of events by this Maryville defense to kind of give up some yards early, but then uh, get the big sack and then another big stop on third downs. This punting unit's going to come out here for Fulton. I'm going to say in, in that sequence of events, they've they've probably only netted uh, about three yards of forward progress uh, at the end of this series. So again, great win for for the Rebel defense, and they will punt out of their own end zone. They came to block it, but he gets it away clean, and the Rebels will fair catch. 
at mm-hmm. the 32-yard line. That's where the Rebels will set up shop going left or right on, on Bob Black Field, deep in Fulton territory. They're just 12 short yards outside the common-sense pest control red zone. Yeah, great field position here for Maryville to set up, and uh, this is probably the best they've had all night and uh, looking to hopefully capitalize here. 25-yard punt is the, the net there, and uh, Rebels set up first and 10. One receiver to the left, two to the right, and they're going to give it to Mr. Parker McGill. He's going to go straight ahead forward, and he's going to get forward progress down to the 31-yard line, and it'll be a pickup of – looks like they're going to give him the – they're going to give him the 30. That's going to be a pickup of two yards there on first down. Bring up second and eight. Carson Jones gets the call from the sideline. We'll change the play and step back into his traditional shotgun set. Parker McGill to his right hip pocket and trips to the right and empty on the left side of the formation. Look for them to take a shot here. He gets the belt high snap. He, he looks to give it to Mr. McGill. No, he keeps it. He gets through the line of scrimmage quick, gets inside the 20, and down to the 16-yard line. Huge pickup for Carson Jones. And you can talk about straight-ahead speed. He was quickly to the second level. Yeah, he was just really able to, uh, to find the open hole and uh, keep it himself and was able just to run and really not stop until he was wrangled down. And uh, Carson Jones always seems to have that little uh, – Little play when you need it to get the big first down. 14 yards on the pickup inside the common sense pest control red zone for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Got to get all those in, Jude. But as he changes the play again, flips Parker from his left to right hip pocket, takes a high snap, stops, and looks to throw the long high point ball. Is is it a touchdown? Yes, it is. Touchdown, Rebels! Great play. Just threw it up to where only one person could catch it, and uh, Maribel came down with it. Nick Daigle, uh, again, high points that one. Had two Falcons in the area, but he got higher than the other two and comes down with the football. Touchdown, Rebels, and the Denso scoreboard has just changed. Your score now reached 27 to nothing in favor of the Rebels, and Corbin Price looking to add another. Travis Reeder will be the holder. He is on the 10. The kick is up, and the kick is good. Your new score with 6.50 to go in the third quarter of play. Your Red Rebels 28, the homestanding Fulton Falcons 0. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at EvertingOrtho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. And welcome back to Fulton High School. Bob Blackfield, as your Rebels have just scored again an Everting Orthodontics touchdown as they blaze through the red zone for a three-play, 32-yard minute, 22nd time of possession scoring drive right there. Uh, They took advantage of a great field position defensive stand there and really uh, just punched it in. I think that's a a big punch coming out of the half, and Nick Daigle, got to love him uh, getting up and really – uh, being over top of that de- defense, they I think they covered that fairly well, and the Rebels just was able to get it get it in. And now you're just one score away from a running clock. As they kick this one away, the Rebels kick back to the Falcons, 
and he will field it at about the seven-yard line, and he'll quickly get across the 15 and cut it wide left, and Chenault is going to be run out of bounds and thrown out of bounds. Uh, looks like by number 86, Evan Townsend uh, for the Red Rebels. Again, Evan, the brother uh, of of Eric, Eric Townsend. Yeah, and and really a, a long-standing history of Townsend's mm-hmm. uh, that played for the Red Rebels. Yeah, great great family ties to the area as in, uh and a great play there by Evan, who doesn't get talked about as much as Evan, but or Eric, I should say, but uh, he's a great player. And again, uh, great uh, way to run out Chenault, because that, that kid's not easy to get down. 6.42 to go here in the third, 28 to nothing your score, and Tommy Sweat wanted to make the pitch, but uh, did not cap it himself, went straight ahead, and uh, will be brought to rest at the 24-yard line. Uh, pickup of one on the play. And a good job by Braden Anderson to wrap him up uh, before he was able to get a lot of yardage there, as we know how dangerous he is. Absolutely. Second and nine upcoming. Uh, clock continues to grind down. 6-15 is what remains. And uh, Fulton doesn't look like they're in too much of a hurry. Mm-mm. Is that trying to keep it away from Maryville's offense? Probably. They're going to move 20 across the formation. Tommy Sweat takes a three, five-step drop, looks to deliver out in the flat to Peebles. He gets it to Peebles. He cuts across backfield, gets near the 30-yard line, and a host of Rebels wrangle and drop him uh, at that point. Going to be a pickup of about six, I think, on the play. It's going to bring up third and three. Yeah, just a good job by Maribel. Just really rushed him as he had a lot of open field in front of him. I will say one thing that Fulton brings to the table is is they can change direction and not lose a ton of speed. That's a that's an athletic piece that not a lot of teams have in the area. Yeah, just uh, just a really good play there by Fulton, and they've got a lot of competitors on that team. Looks like they're going to run trips to the left. They're going to have one guy out to the right side of the formation. They're going to keep Chenault in the backfield with Tommy Sweat. He's going to stand on his own 25 shotgun formation. Again, a little quick three-step drop. Look to deliver to Chenault. Nice throw pass, but, man, who was there to, to chop him down? Fry Daddy. Fry Daddy. Fry Daddy chopped him down. He was really, if he doesn't get him, he's probably eight or nine yards down the field. Oh, for sure. And he sets up fourth down. That's really a no gain on mm-hmm. the play. Yeah. And a great play by, by Thomas Fry. Yeah, the Fry Daddy gets in there and makes a great tackle. And, and then, like you said, he really, if he could have broken that tackle, he would have been gone for a lot more. Yeah, and it was weird. It was like a shoestring tackle, but he went flipping. So Friday he came in there with some heat. The pump formation is, is up and away, and not the cleanest of catches, but nonetheless gets it away. Mm-hmm. And it will be fielded, fair caught, and stopped at the 44-yard line of Maryville going left to right here on Bob Blackfield. But as they switch formation, we will take a quick break. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Can't stop, won't stop. What a 
And welcome back to Fulton High School as we missed one play there, and it nearly was a big one as Markel Fortenberry had one-on-one coverage. And Carson Jones just overthrew him just a hair. But second down gives it to Parker McGill. He's going to drive straight ahead forward, going to pick up near two yards on the play. He's going to get up to uh, the 46-yard line. Going to bring up third and about eight. Third and about eight to go. Again, uh, a big play on first down nearly uh, broke this thing. It's already pretty wide open, but broke it even more. Uh, But I think that play is something to come back to. Uh, As they run that uh, diamond formation up top uh, for this third down, uh, I like they haven't seen that tonight. Looks like Carson Jones is going to say, I wanted to throw it, but you're going to leave this open. I'm going to run myself. He gets up near midfield. They're going to call him down at the 49, and it's going to bring up fourth and about four. And a rare three and out there by Maryville. It looks like they are going to stay on the field here. Yeah. And uh, and I don't see why you don't at this point. Fulton's uh, offense is struggling, and it looks like they are going to bring up the punting unit in the end. I think you think about it uh, because ultimately your defense has been very strong. Uh, but right here, uh, well, the, the risk-reward factor came in, and I think you just punt this one away. Uh, one, get that unit some work, but two, uh, give your, uh, your your defense another shot to pin these guys down and uh, maybe play a short field for your offense. As Markell stands on his own 36-yard line to receive this punt or, or to, to receive the snap, they're going to blow this one dead. I don't know if that's going to be a uh, timeout. Yeah, I think the play clock right now. Yep. So I'll give Markell an extra five yards if you got to make up for it. I guess quick. we're going to have to try to kick this one a little deeper. He's going to back up, probably go from 36 to about 32, uh, a little bit of a, a distance. He's looking to take the snap. He's, You know, honestly, he's been a very consistent punter this mm-hmm. year, and he, he plays a lot, basically every offensive snap he's out there running. Uh, high snap, he's got to try to clean this one up. Kick is away, and, man, it's a dandy. He gets it all the way down to about the 14, and Chenault is going to recover it and try to get upfield, and he's got a lot of green to run with, and he's going to get up near the 40-yard line. They're going to give him the 41. And that's going to be Lou. Yeah. Lou and Markell just laid a big hit on that on uh, on that guy there. Well, I tell you, Markell, he, he had to come from behind mm-hmm. as he was probably the, the deepest guy on the formation, uh, and he came with a full head of steam, and uh, and, and Chenault's going to wonder what truck hit him, yeah. but it had a 19 on it. And, boy, Chenault, it just brings his track shoes every day. And uh, and you gotta you got to be quick to keep up with him, make sure those angles are right, and Lou and, uh, Lou and company got a great hit there. 30-yard punt, 27-yard return, nearly flipped it back on on the Rebels. 28 to nothing, your score, 2.32 to go here in the third quarter, a quick-moving third quarter, and Tommy Sweat in the offense upcoming. He does a little play action, looks to deliver in the flat, gets it to number two. Number two is going to get to the 45, a little stutter step, and he doesn't know who he's dealing with with Lou Birchfield. Stutter steps do yeah. not work. Again, that was Rayshon Jackson uh, on the reception there, 5'9", 165-pound senior. And uh, Maribel's had some trouble covering out in the flat as they've been kicking these running backs out there, but uh, they've always been able to recover, recover excuse me, very well, and as they did in this time. And it uh, looks like Fulton is going to have two receivers up top, uh, close to the Maribel sideline, one down here to the homestands, and uh, Tommy Sweat and Chenault in the backfield. Looks like they're going to give the pitch to Chenault. He's going to try to get wide, nearly dropped in the backfield, but he's going to get wide and get upfield. Back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard on the pickup. It's going to bring up third and three. Yeah, and I think Reeder was in there on the tackle as well as Eric Townsend, and they were uh, 
able to bottle him up as he's always trying to get to that edge but just wasn't able to this time. Yeah, I think some of his uh, you know, yardage you're not giving him is just getting back to the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. sometimes because the, the Rebels are penetrating pretty well. It's just angles are hard to get with this guy because he's got he, – he really does. I think he's track speed kind of guy. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a uh, track star as well as a football star just with the ability that he has. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Tommy Sweat seeing if he can get something going. Uh, get a little no-step no drop. Oh, right and it there. is picked off by Eric Townsend and getting across the 50, across the 40, 45, and down uh, around the 44-yard the line. That's a huge turnover for the defense and a great momentum shift. If, they, if there was any momentum building, it was just stopped right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, that really, I think, deflates Fulton. Uh, they thought they could maybe piece something together here, score late, but this just really uh, deflates this Fulton offense as Maribel has a chance to score here and make this clock running. And I think there's a definite reason why, why they don't throw downfield. There, there's, some, there's some limitations there. And, and honestly, this Rebel defense is just opportunistic. So uh, I think that's just another example of that very opportunistic side of this Maribel defense. But uh, as Carson Jones wastes no time to get out here, um, I think they're looking to get something done. Fulton wants to get some kids in there, um, but Maribel's already ready to go. Carson Jones gets the football, gives the ball to Barker McGill, and he is in a race that he will win. 10-5 touchdown, Parker McGill. Man, that was fast. Boy, what a play, man. Just no one even touched him, I don't think. Not one guy touched him. Hmm. Yeah, it looks like Chris counting 10 players for the Fulton Falcons. They don't get the timeout in, and Parker McGill says, one cut and I'm gone. I think that was a 44-yard touchdown run for Mr. McGill, and the Denzo scoreboard has just changed. It now reads 34 to nothing in favor of the Red Rebels, and Corbin Price looks to add to that number. This kick could send a moving clock for the fourth quarter, and Travis Reeder on the hold. Corbin Price with the kick, and your Denzo scoreboard now reads 35 for the Maryville Red Rebels. Zero for the homestanding Fulton Falcons. Let's take a break. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Parker McGill is setting the turf on fire as he rumbles for 44-yard touchdown run. One play, 44 yards, and uh, and a touchdown for the Rebels. Nine seconds time of possession, but uh, Parker McGill, 20 carries, 122 yards, two touchdowns, 6.1 yards per carry average. Uh, pretty nice night for uh, a former week number one mm-hmm. Rebel Radio player of the game and uh, honestly uh, making a case. Yeah, for a return trip. Mm-hmm. For sure, he's had a great, great piece of work tonight. It's, of course, the two touchdowns and then just a lot of big runs. Charles Trenum uh, will kick this one away again. The the X marks the spot on the forty yard line, going left to right, and he will kick it away to the Fulton Falcons. Clock will continue to move as we have read, as we have, as we have met the thirty five to nothing lead, and Chenault will 
return this one. He kind of takes it at his goal line, and he will get out to the 18-yard line. So 18 yards on the return, and Fulton tries to answer. Honestly, at this point, just tries to get the clock to stop mm-hmm. again. And it is running, of course. It's uh, ticking down from a minute now, and it will not stop until Fulton scores again. Yeah, it looks like there is some uh, some re- re- replacements uh, on the Rebel defense. We'll try to get some of those names in there. It looks like Daigle, uh, Fry Daddy, uh, Thomas Reeder, still, or uh, Travis Reeder, still out there. Uh, but it looks like Noah Limbaugh is out there, number 39. Try to get some of these names in there. Uh, but it looks like they're going to continue to give it to a new running back, number five for the Falcons, uh, Mac McCovery. We haven't seen him very much, but he's listed as the backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which, again, they haven't really went to a backup very much. Yeah, they just had most of their success all night has come off the of the feet of Chenault. And, uh, 81, Aiden Greer comes in for the Maryville Rebels. Mm-hmm. Uh, 95, Frankie Diaz comes into the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 21, Caleb Graham uh, comes into the game. That's going to end the third quarter here. It looks like a lot more uh, of these second stringers from Maribel are going to come in. Yeah, 86, Evan Townsend was making his check-in. Hopefully he will see action here in the fourth quarter of play. But as three quarters come to an end, your Rebels lead the Fulton Falcons 35 to nothing. Uh, let's take a quick break, an El Timidor timeout, and we'll be back with the fourth quarter right here at WGAP, Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. Parker McGill on that last offensive series, he took it all, 44 yards to the house, which made the score 35 to nothing and a moving clock here for the remainder until Fulton can muster a score. Uh, again, 35 to nothing your score. The start of the fourth quarter upcoming, missed no action during that break, and Fulton will go left to right to finish this game at Bob Blackfield, head towards St. Mary's Hospital. As they're going to move Peebles across the formation, play action to number five. They look to get it and that was a pick six in the making, uh, but I'm trying to see the number 26 for the Red Rebels. Tez Dozier. In and out of the hands. Tez, Tez already read Fulton in that end zone uh, when that ball was touching his yeah. hands. Tez just almost, could have capitalized there, but just wasn't able to do it. Keyshawn Harper into the football game for the Red Rebels. Uh, again, Cannon Johnson into the football game. Number 33, Braden Hoy. In the in the football game in 26, Tez Dozier, who nearly uh, put his name in the in the stat line uh, here real quick into the football game. Tommy Sweat again, traditional shotgun, got the running back to his left hip pocket, a little three five step drop, and number 81 all over him, and mm. nearly picked off again. I swear that the closest receiver the last two passes have been Red Rebels. That was number 86, Evan Townsend. Well, if Evan yeah. would have got one and Eric would have got one, that'd have been a but he just had to give the brothers uh, the players of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It would have been have to be the uh, first time that the, <laughs> the Rebel Radio has gone to two people. Carter Cox into the football game for the Rebels. Uh, again, rotated in 
And uh, he will uh, – looks like Carter Cox. And I'm trying to see who the other deep man is. Uh, looks like – Is that 11? Yeah, it looks like that would be uh, – They have French. They have French, yep. Looks like they're going to step up. It looks like Fulton will kick it off. And, and they did a smart job stepping up as Carter Cox is going to fair catch it at the 49-yard line of Maryville. And they will look to quickly get into to Falcon territory here uh, early in the fourth quarter. 10-15 as this clock will continue to move uh, unless, a, what, is an injury or a timeout will be the mm-hmm. only thing. Yep. And, a, and, a, and a Fulton score is the only thing that really uh, will change this. Looks like uh, Craig Hilliard is in at running back uh, for the offensive series here. Are we keeping Carson? No, that's Dunsford. Dunsford's in there uh, at quarterback. So a lot of wholesale changes uh, for the Red Rebels. Carter Cox down here close to us. Dunsford's going to get it. He's going to give it to Craig Hilliard. And I tell you, a bowling ball, uh, to say the least. He gets quickly into Falcon territory, gets down to the 45-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of six on first down and bring up second and four to go. Yeah, Craig is able – he's a really good back, and he hasn't got a lot of playing time because he's behind two phenomenal backs in in, – ahead of him. But he always does really good when he comes in here in the fourth quarter, and he's just a real speedster. Julius Toto checks into the the football game. Again, a lot of uh, different faces, and we're going to try to get those names uh, to you as uh, as they play in this football game. Dunsford and Craig Hilliard dancing in the backfield. Uh, as he takes a snap in the backfield and gives it to Hilliard, and he's got a lot of green to go. Gets across the 40-yard line, down inside the 38. And that's going to be a pickup of seven on second down. Needed four, got seven. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Another great job by Craig. He's really been able to uh, to advance this ball really well against this very, or excuse me, Fulton defense. I'm trying to get names in there. Jackson Whitehead, uh, Jay Adams in the football game right now for the Rebels, just trying to get some names uh, in there. Again, Dunsford in the shotgun formation with Hilliard to his right hip pocket. They're going to give it to Hilliard again, and a lot of Falcons in the backfield. He's going to be thrown for a loss. Forward progress to the 40-yard line. It's going to be a loss of two. Brings up second and 12. Yeah, Craig was like WWE slammed on that one. He wrestled him up and uh, and brought him down hard, too. And then uh, a rare time when Craig doesn't get a lot of yardage. Well, it's just it's that, that going back to the well. Fulton's going to sell out to stop what you continue to do. And, uh, and Craig just was the recipient there of that. So we'll see if Dunstrud puts it uh, in, in any kind of different formation. Does it, do they flip it out in the flat? Does he, do they allow him to throw it? Uh, but I do think they're slowing this thing down to try to eat more uh, of this clock. As Dunstrud stands on his own 45, or on the Fulton 45, takes the snap, gets it to Hilliard, and he's going to run ahead forward. Going to be a no gain on the play, bring up third and 12. Yeah, nothing really working for Craig there. As again, like you said, they're really uh, selling out to stop the run, and Craig's going to run out for, uh, I believe that is 26. That's Tez, right? Yeah, Tez Dozier is going to come in, the man who dropped the the, the would-be pick six. Well, maybe he's just going to score in a different way, Jude. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have faith. I believe. I yeah, let's hope he does. I believe. Looks like uh, Dunsford gets the play in from the sideline, and he will change the play at the line of scrimmage. Uh, he looks, got trips to the right, one receiver to the left. Tez Dozier in the backfield. Tez is play action. Dunsford's going to think about throwing it, and he's going to run himself, and he's going to be dropped for a loss in the backfield, dropped at the 45-yard line. It's another loss of five. That'll bring up fourth and 17. I would think punt unit uh, coming out. Maybe not. 
Now it looks like uh, <laughs> I don't see anybody moving on the side. Yeah, it looks line. like Coach Hunt's just going to say, you boys need some experience here, so we're going to let you keep playing as much as you can. Well, and I like that. I like mm-hmm. that belief. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like putting putting people in situations to where you have to make an advance or, or you give it back. That's it. It's not really adversity, but that gives them an opportunity to be in that moment. They're going to keep Tez Dozier in the backfield. At two receivers to the left, two to the right. Dunsford takes the shotgun snap, three-step drop, looking to throw, uncorks it, and it's going to be on its way to Got Isaiah it. French. Did he get it? Yeah. No, they're going to say it. he oh. caught it and dropped it. They're going to say incomplete. That's uh, it, it, uh, it got there, and I think it just honestly, the, the length of time it took to get there, uh, French kind of yeah. – uh, Maybe maybe just saw it hit his hands and, and hit the turf. That's just unfortunate. Uh, good throw by Dunsford. I, I like the uh, delivery. Yeah, I just kind of peeled out there through the end. It didn't have the length on it at the end. Yeah, and it looks like number two is cramped up for Fulton. Yeah, Rayshon Jackson, he's played a lot of snaps too, especially on defense. Uh, he was out there for that, that coverage. And, uh, yeah, it looks like he's cramped up as well. They're, uh, they're looking at that leg, though. That, that looks a little bit more than a cramp. That would be unfortunate. That's a really good player in a situation – such as this that's out of hand uh, for him to be uh, to be anything more than just a just a cramp. Okay, I see him getting up. He's he's getting up on his own. I think he's just uh, mm-hmm. it's twinged beyond uh, beyond repair at this point. This is probably the end of the night for Rayshon Jackson. Again, uh, had a strong night on that defense. But Jude, uh, as as this thing comes, it's it's quickly nearing an end. Uh, mm-hmm. As you look at that scoreboard, and I swear at night it's a little more scary because they've got that <laughs> falcon face on their scoreboard. Uh, the Rebels have put up put up a battle uh, that's making it difficult on me to think of who's going to be the Rebel Radio Player of the Game. Yeah, they've all everyone. No one's really uh, kind of distanced themselves. I don't think a lot of people have done really well, but no one. Uh, too outstanding to kind of distance himself from the pack of greatness that is Maryville High School. We are gonna we're we're gonna have a vote on our hands and we'll see what happens there. But uh, Tommy Sweat's gonna finish this thing out as we uh, now click under six to play, and Tommy Sweat's gonna look to hand it off to number five. Number five looks to get wide. He's gonna get wide, uh, and he's gonna get about five yards on the pickup on first down. Bring up second and five to go. A ball on the midfield stripe. Uh, under five and a half to go. Number five for Fulton is Mac McCovery, uh, probably, uh, and he's got every bit of a shifty uh, side to him, just maybe not the speed uh, that we saw out of Chenault. Yeah, just uh, another great back for Fulton. I would dare say they have another one on the sideline that's just as good as these two, and uh, that's one thing. Fulton always has a lot of great backs that are just giving Maribel a lot of trouble. What about Jaden Jenkins, the punter, defensive back, and, and looks like now lead blocker? Uh, into the football game for Fulton. Uh, Tommy Sweat's going to drop back and try to unload it, and, and nearly uh, making the reception is, is Peebles, uh, but out of the reach of uh, of the, the receiver there uh, as it falls incomplete, throws it into the Fulton sideline. Peebles 5'9". If he'd have been 6'3", six, 6'4", six, probably would have made the catch. Yeah, just, uh, just a little bit over his head there as Maribel is uh... – Really trying to experiment here with a lot of uh, newcomers in here. We got if if Jude is uh if if I can use a baseball reference, just a bit outside. <laughs> just that? a bit outside. Just a bit outside. Uh, but uh, Tommy Sweat uh, is is just trying to finish this thing out. Four near the four minute mark, uh, he takes the snap. You can tell he's got some. He's tired. He drops way back, gets it over to McCovery. McCovery's going to try to make something of it. He's got some green to move. And he's on the sideline and run out of bounds. A big pickup by McCovery. 
a number 39 for for the uh, can be line for ball. the rebels. Noah That's, Limbaugh. Yeah, Noah Limbaugh. He's a uh, he. We know his uh, cousin, right? That's Whitney, huh? Yeah, his cousin Whitney. If you're listening, Whitney, Noah just made a really good tackle. Yeah. And honestly, probably a touchdown saving. It's tackle. Very. Yeah, touchdown saving tackle. Great. Great play by the uh, by the young kid. Well, it, they're here at the game, so they may not be listening, but we will sure tell them that on the replay, Noah made a really good play. A lot of great plays made by a lot of these players. As, as there's a lot of Rebels checked in, I hope we've gotten a lot of their names out there, uh, but but uh, they continue to play with that that uh, that spirit. So Sweat is going to take the drop five-step and try to deliver it to McCovey. Intercepted! And intercepted and running is the Rebels as they get across the 35 and run out of bounds at the 39-yard line. Carter Cox, number 13. That's two picks for this defense. Carter Cox uh, making the interception. Let's see where the flag is. I'm afraid it's a block in the back. I think probably – I'm thinking post-interception. What do you think, Jude? Uh, I'm not really sure. I didn't have it, but I would assume with the – with the positioning of the flag that it would more than likely be uh, on an interception on the block in the back. Let's see what. It looks like they're getting together to make the call. White Hat is out to make it. Oh, what is that call? I do not know. What's this? Put his so fist it, together. I was going to say it's a, un, un, a fist bump Yeah. on Maribel. I don't know, but it's definitely against Maribel. I didn't, I'm not familiar with that call. I've been watching football for a long time. I'm trying to figure out if it's before or after the interception. Yeah, after, after the interception, still going to be first down Rebels, but some of that gain up to the 39 will be lost. Looks like the ball is going to sit at the 23-yard line. Yeah, it looks like it. As Carter Cox was in on the uh, interception. So, again, credit Carter Cox with the interception. That's two picks yep. uh, for, for the Rebel defense, probably two more that they could have had that were yeah. in and out of the hands. So, uh, really opportunistic night for the Rebel defense, and they look to salt this thing away. Two and a half minutes is all that, that remain, and unless Fulton wants to take some timeouts, I think uh, uh, I think four plays will probably salt this thing away. Dunsford's going to stay in at quarterback. Nearly mishandles the snap. Oh, it's fumbled. Gives it to Hilliard. Ball on the ground. Ball, no one wanted the ball. It looks like it just kind of sat down there for a while, and Fulton's saying they have it, but I think Merrill was ending up getting the ball. Yeah, it was, yeah, it it was like a – Yeah, 71 fell on that one. Who was that? Uh, Maddox Scott, or Stott, excuse me, was able to fall on that ball. But, yeah, just uh, – I think everybody thought snap. he was down. Yeah. Mm, I think sure. everybody thought he was down, and it just laid there. And then, of course, 71 jumps on it. So, again, a good heads-up play there, and, uh, and Rebels look to retain. But that little bit of scuffle – uh, more clock runs off than uh, maybe would have. So under two minutes to play. Again, Rebels just looking to salt this one away. Up 35 to nothing uh, here at Fulton High School. Dunsford takes the shotgun snap, gives it to Craig Hilliard. He's going to go right guard, and he's going to back his way out to the 17-yard line. Uh, that's going to be a pickup of seven there on second down, and that's going to be third and five. Yeah, big pickup there for Craig, and that's going to bring up, again, like you said, a third down and five with a minute 17 left, so maybe, what, two, three plays left in this Maryville team and uh, probably look for another run play or even uh, maybe try and get it out to one of these young kids out in the secondary. I'm sitting here looking at the play clock versus the game clock. Uh, There will be roughly 46 seconds to go uh, when this has to be snapped. Uh, We'll see if they wait that long, though, Uh, but looks like maybe one more snap to go. Dunsford takes the snap, uh, 
Fakes it. No, he wow. keeps it. He's going to run straight ahead forward, get across the 35, cross the 40, cross the 45. I think he's still and, up. And rumble down to the 47-yard line or up to the 47-yard line. Uh, that's a big uh, – that's a first down. That's a ceiling kind of play. Yeah. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, ball game right I think there. this and is victory. I think the play clock and game clock are, are to where you can just run it out, and I believe that will be uh, – that will be game over for Maribel. Looks like we're going to stay undefeated and uh, knock off these Fulton Falcons. Huh. Well, that's uh, one one little key note that Chris gave me that's kind of interesting. But uh, Dunsford is going to look to finish this thing off. Nine seconds, eight seconds, and they will hand it off to Hilliard, and that's probably going to be your last play of the game. Three, two, one, zeros. Final it is here from Fulton High School. Your Rebels victorious. 35 to nothing over the homestanding Fulton Falcons. Let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, game stats, uh, live action, score rundown from around the area, and the Rebel Radio player of the game. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. In Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 at after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit denzocareers.com production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. 
let me start by saying thank you to the listeners of Blunt County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of WKVL's early morning show, The Grind, if you like real talk about real sports and you kind of like hearing it from a familiar voice, give us a try. Catch us live each and every weekday morning, 6 to 7 a.m. and each and every afternoon, 2 to 3 p.m. That's when it hits the radio dial. But if those times just don't work for you, check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. Again, that's thegrindonsports.com. You can listen anytime on your time. Archive shows available 24-7-365. Thanks again, and I hope you enjoy. But until then, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates. And they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Welcome in to the Bob Ramsey for State Representative post-game show. Uh, I'm Wayne Kaiser with Jude Ellison, and now joining back uh, with us, Chris Hips, 
Uh, guys, another Red Rebel victory, 35 to nothing here at Fulton High School, Bob Blackfield, and and honestly, just dominating fashion. Defense was uh, was uh, what do I say? Dominating is a good word, but uh, uh, stifling maybe. Stingy is a good word. Tenacious. Stifling. Uh, I don't know, just crushing. Yeah. I mean, really, they they found some things. Fulton had some advantages, but the defense was able to adjust and make some things happen and really close the door uh, there early in the in in the game in the second quarter. But really, just uh, in the second half, just uh, slammed the door shut. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, great output by this football team. Thirty-five points on the board. That's that's no no slim feat. A lot of good plays, especially forty-four yard rip by Parker McGill. Carson Jones running ability to do that. Uh, Mark Fortenberry really doing his thing. Nick Daigle over in the corner, you know, kind of out jumping uh, the Fulton Falcons. Uh, just a lot to be happy about if you're the Maryville Rebels. Again, improving to 6-0 and, uh, and and heading back uh, to fall break or heading back to Maryville to go on fall break after a big win. So, uh, Jude Ellison, man, what, what do you think about the, the end of the game? Uh, this, yeah. is a, this is another win where uh, a team doesn't see, doesn't see the end zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this defense has been great for three weeks in a row, and uh, and they're going to be rewarded with that tonight. And uh, definitely a great performance there by by Maryville, especially just to make the adjustments and stop uh, Chenault for only 71 yards. I mean, if you would have watched this game, you would have thought it would have been a lot more than that. Uh, just considering how many times he touched the ball 11 times and just really tried to get to the outside a lot and was successful early. Defense made a few adjustments, even mid-drive made some adjustments and was able to really just stop him. Yeah, I just want to go off that. I mean, right here, we were joking around about how we should not handle the second half. He lost five yards. Five yards on mm-hmm. five carries. I mean, that's just showing how much that strategicness and the way they actually changed up at halftime. I mean, they shut him down in the second half. As George W. Bush would say, that's strategery. Strategery. <laughs> uh, 71 yards uh, is the final for for Davion Chenault. He had 76 at halftime. So that's a negative five-yard second half. Uh, that speaks to the defense that, that the Rebels brought out after the advancement uh, of the Falcons. But uh, talk about it. 35 to nothing is what the scoreboard reads. First down, 17 for the Rebels, 8 for the homestanding Falcons. Uh, rushing, 37 carries, 229 for the Rebels, 19 carries uh, for 70 yards uh, all told for the Fulton Falcons. Some negative yardage by their quarterback is what brought that down some. Passing yards. 137 yards for for the Rebels, 76 yards uh, for the Falcons. Total offense, 51 plays, 366 for the Rebels, 44 plays, 146 uh, for the Falcons. If you look at individual stats, Parker McGill, 20 carries, 122 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, The long of 44, that big rip in the second half. Uh, Carson Jones, six carries, 68 yards. Uh, Caleb Dunford, two carries, 25 yards. Craig Hilliard, seven uh, for 14. Uh, if you look at the receiving category for the Rebels, Markel Fortenberry, two catches, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Nick Daigle, two for 34, and a touchdown. Noah Vaughn, four catches for 26 yards, and a touchdown. And DJ Burks, one catch uh, for 25 yards. A great athletic performance there on that one play by DJ. Big, big uh, momentum swing there. If you look at Fulton, rushing category, Davion Chenault, 11 carries, 71 yards, as we've spoke of. Uh, Mac McCovery, four carries for six yards. And then Tommy Sweat attempted four carries for negative seven yards. On the receiving category, Rayshon Jackson, two catches, 28 yards. Mac McCovery, one carry, or one catch, 27 yards. Uh, DeRondre 
uh, Peebles, uh, three catches, 19 yards, and Marcellus Jackson, one for four yards. So, uh, again, a dominant performance by the defense and really uh, an output that just continues to be the, the uh, prowess that the defense bring each and every week. Like we said, if you look at their schedule, I think the last three weeks, uh, the all, all the points that's been mustered has been a field goal um, by Farragut a week ago, mm-hmm. uh, shutouts in the previous two weeks. So this defense is just uh, – they, they don't play around. <laughs> they get yeah. upfield and they, they dominate on the defensive side of the football. Yeah, just really great – excuse me, defensive performance uh, these past few weeks. And uh, – They've just got a lot of competitors out there. They got Lou Birchfield, Thomas Roberts, uh, Braden Anderson or Braden Carnes, excuse me. They just got a lot of people out there that are really good and just uh, I think they've shown that these past few weeks. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think as you know, Fulton has already killed the the uh, the scoreboard over there, and and there's people trying to get get people out of the stadium. So we won't hold up too very long. But I think our Rebel Radio Player of the Game, the the team did great. No, which ultimately makes it difficult to choose mm-hmm. choose a Rebel Radio player of the game. But when you look at it, uh, you know, I think we talk about it. It's not that anybody didn't do well. It's yeah. just they all were – it was a team effort tonight. The defense came out did what they needed to do. Uh, the offense performed as, as they would. Uh, but I think ultimately when you hold a team – um, that if you look at it, they've won two two games and really been able to score in every game that they've played uh, to shut this team out. Uh, I think you look at to the defense and, and kind of give it as a as a team award uh, to that that Rebel defense. Yeah, for sure, they've just been so good these past few weeks and 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 so well tonight. And uh, as Coach Upton is whipping the Marshawn Lynch mobile there for Fulton, <laughs> and uh, just a great performance by these. Uh, by this defensive front tonight and just uh, really outstanding and great to see them get some recognition tonight. Yeah, and, and, and it's everybody. It's Lou Birchfield. It's Fry Daddy. It's Thomas Fry. It's it's Travis Reeder. It's it's all the pieces that make mm-hmm. that up. Don't even forget the second string. I mean, you had Clark yeah. Cox in there. You had oh, yeah. Evan Townsend almost was a pick six. Uh, Ted Dozier almost had a pick six. I mean, even the second string came in and stood up to the uh, – High-powered Fulton offense. Yeah, they left the starters in the whole game. So everybody that that contributed on that defense uh, all the way down. And 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 again, names will miss. But uh, again, we we want to say how great uh, that they did tonight against the the again a homestanding uh, Fulton Falcon team. So that uh, right now heading into uh, to to fall break uh, will be your Rebel Radio Player of the Game. Players of the Game is the the Rebel defense. But from Bob Blackfield, Fulton High School, uh, the Maryville Rebels have come to Knoxville and halted the Falcons' flight. And that means another Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to 6-0, and the Falcons fall to 2-4. Final score from Fulton High School, Maryville 35, the Fulton Falcons 0. I want to thank all that make this broadcast possible. Larry Hedrick, Athletic Director in the Great Administration of Maryville High School, Ken Maine. Statman extraordinaire for keeping us up to the minute all night long, and a special th- a special thanks to Laura back at the studio uh, for keeping us straight all night long. Again, want to thank Fulton uh, for their accommodations here tonight. Uh, Russell Mays really did a great job getting us stats, getting us information, and then of course putting us up in this nice spot uh, to call a football game. Uh, but for Jude Ellis and Chris Hips, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. But if you're leaving the stadium or on the road back home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go Rebels! And they stay there!